and welcome to the We Are Sacramento podcast. This is episode 52, and I am here with Boss Ass Marty, Mr. Miles Jolly, and I am Mario Lopez, and we are your three hosts for today. Uh, let's take care of business. Um, we are brought to you by MXL Mics. If you are looking to start a podcast or you need audio solutions, look for them. They are great, amazing mics. We sound and look good because of them. Shit, according you to- make me sound good. <laughs> Do you hear us? And remember, it makes me look good. Mm-hmm. According to, wait, who said that first? You or was it, it Miles that said it? Wait, what? It was me. That we and we look good. And I think it was Miley, right? Yeah, I hope yeah. it. I hope it was. It was I hope me. I didn't say some shit like that. <laughs> <laughs> but I might have. No, it was me. Um, and also shit, we are. Like I Mm-hmm. And then we're also brought to you in part by Oak Park Brewing Company. If you're in the Sacramento area, make sure to visit them. Not only are they consistent about the greatness of the beer that they make, but the food is also amazing. They have amazing people there. And if you go there and become regular, they will learn your name. Mm-hmm. Like they have ours, you know? Come down with those people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know me. Um, and, uh, and yeah, and then once, you know, we get back to regular times, I'm sure they'll have events again and music like back to normal maybe next year hopefully um but yeah that's who we are brought to you by and uh oh shout out to hella hollow boop, boop. Mm-hmm. their instagram is hella hollow underscore sack s-a-c and i'm pretty sure they're still doing delivery i assume and, they were mm-hmm. and so just hit up hit them up you know just to see what they're doing usually i think they do it by sections so see what they're delivering to or if oh, you, wanna, you can come pick up to their house um a delicious filipino tree mm-hmm. yo and then another shout out I want to give to just I know it's not part of business, but I want to give it out to Black Zebra Productions. They yes. have been out there keeping it real, keeping it trying to keep it safe for people, you know, and, and documenting whatever's been going on. Sometimes even better than mainstream media here, um, local media. I feel like they're showing what's actually going on. What's actually going on is our especially our local, and I'm sure it's elsewhere too. Our local media is looking it almost feels like they're looking for the drama and right i'm so proud we're not giving them any yeah, yeah. I agree. and then you know the 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 not not and purposely not showing some faces mm-hmm. yeah. um to, yeah totally so Dude, people don't get dope, criminalized yeah. you just never know um so shout out to them and hopefully once this gets passed i hope that this has established them as a media source and they can kind of use this as a step stepping stone and do more of what they've been doing and just really really um you know make stories of what's going on in Sacramento. You know what I mean? So shout outs yeah. to y'all. Big uh, shout outs. Appreciate yeah. y'all. And, and shout out to them. They actually got picked up by the Sacramento, or excuse me, I, I excuse me, I'm not going to say picked up. They no, got, yeah. um, I'm going to say sponsored. Press, press passes. Oh, okay. Yeah, well, so they got the, basically, uh, they got, Sac B gave them some protection. Okay. See, and that is amazing. <laughs> because even Sacramento B pulled off, pulled out their showed own in. photographer on yep. saturday because showed it, got, in. it got it got crazy it got dangerous yep. yeah they and that were, wasn't the first time that they did it no 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 so, uh, yeah they were out there hard all um, night to fucking taking rubber bullets all of it so, yeah. right shout out um so another thing i want to give a shout out to like the people that i met up with vanessa chance uh uh marcus uh leah his uh and his family he brought his whole entire family you know his son and everything um and so I want to give a shout out to them for joining me on marching on Saturday. It was a it was a great, great, great event. Um, so this will lead me into my rant of the day. Um, I'm going to try to focus on being on staying positive because I think positive is what we need right now. We already talked about the negative, about how we oh, felt yeah. and our feelings. So my rant it consists of it is important to see what the end game and the goal of everything that we're doing right now as a unity, as a unit. 
uh, and fighting together. It's important to recognize what the end goal is and the end game is and the rewards. But also, let's not forget about the experience that is getting us to that point. Mm -hmm. Like, we have to cherish the connections that we're making with people. And if we're not making them right now, make sure that even if we're marching together, it doesn't mean that we're connecting. So not only march, but also make connections with other people that you're marching with. If you don't know them, learn their names, learn what they're doing. Because what I saw in the march on Saturday is a lot of unity, a lot of diversity. Mm -hmm. By diverse, I meant there was a lot of white people. There was a lot of black, a lot of Latino, a lot of Asian, a lot of everything, a lot of gays, uh, LGBTQ. You know, shout out to them for joining in because yeah. they're dude, going they came hard in, in the they pain. They came in force, right? Dude. They are so, going hard in the pain, right? So, to me, I just want to implore people that I understand that the end game is very important and the reward of this movement is very important, but don't forget that after this is done, you still need the connections that you can make with potentially great, amazing people that you can have in your life. Not only fight for their freedoms, but also get to know them because it's not only about fighting and standing up. It's also about connecting with the people that you're fighting mm-hmm. for. Otherwise, otherwise, you'll miss out on what this is really all about. It's not about just making placards or signs. It's about really connecting with the people that you are fighting for. And sometimes that's why movements lose, lose connectivity or lose lose uh momentum because at the end of the day we have to get to know the people that we're fighting for it can't just be a blanket face you know a blank a blank face you know what i mean so uh let's um let's give a big shout out to all the cities that are coming out and doing their thing even cities that i did not expect to do things like like austin texas i mean goddamn you know what i mean Uh, so iowa city iowa city like cities that i did not expect would stand up in the way that medford oregon i mean medford oregon bro winters california California, so i love it Folsom, california California. you know so let's you know of course there's the parts where the negative parts where (laughs) there's people that are not standing up I mean, there was even people in Placerville, in front of the Placerville uh, City Hall project. Not in big numbers, because obviously we know what Placerville is, but it it shows, you know, yes, there may be a thousand that may be racist, but there's also another thousand that are not. So yeah. let's not focus on who's not what, on, but let's focus on what the fight is and connecting mm-hmm. with each other and connecting with the, with the ones that are allies with us and then move forward from this movement and keep it going. Because movements like this are about, moments like these are about campaigning and true change and finding a unifying voice. And I think this this is the time where I think things are really going to change. Yep. Um, the end goal is more important. The, those naysayers and those out there looking right. to, uh, uh, I guess, instigate, uh, share their opposing views, right. um, they'll be silenced when the end goal is reached. Right. And however long that takes, right. that's and you got to stay to it. And also another thing, too, is like I know that we reproach on the people that are protesting in the sense of destroying things and 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 and, you know, not necessarily in the way that I would do it. But I also understand the anger. I also understand Mm -hmm. the understand the point of even the opportunities, people that are just there to to benefit from the situation. I've always said this, like America eats its children. (laughs) But if you feed the poor and you and you take care of your citizens, your citizens will not loot. Because Mm -hmm. if you would have taken care of them from the beginning and educated them like you promised, you know, a good public education, a good college education, they will not be out here doing it. Though I will say that even educated people look at the way (laughs) Duke, you know, when after after they lose (laughs) or win Kansas, you know, Kansas State and you see all these all these people that are not of color protesting because they won or they lost so you know what i mean 
and we're not, and yeah, we don't get mad at that. Protest, or, you know what I mean? And they're it's actually destroying shit. destroying stuff to a higher scale. You know yeah. what I mean? And we ne- and we never hear about them or we or the people that yeah, complain about you know people that signals, complain about man. the methods. You know what I mean? So sometimes you know though we may not agree with methods, you got to look at the actions first. Absolutely. You know, and so and then we can go and try to fix why people are looting and rioting. But you got to look at the root of the problem. Yep. And a lot of the root of the problem is that like systemically we have refused to take care of our citizens even the poor ones you know yeah. what i mean so especially the poor ones so you know we have to be able to understand that um we can't pinpoint issues without without or blaming things on people that are reacting to such things so if you tell yeah, me absolutely. that if you tell me that all you see is is rioting then you know i <laughs> then I will sit here and tell you that you are wrong, that all oh, that's all you see, because I see a bigger thing. Oh, and yeah. I will implore you to those people saying all you see is rioting to take a little bit bigger look at than your normal media right. outlets and look outside the box because right. there yeah, it's uh, so there's a lot going on. So I'll ask you, Marty, like how do you feel like you were at the protest also at the march? How like how did you feel about about it or experiencing that. So I absolutely thought it was super cool. So first and foremost, um, I haven't been able to go out until yesterday. So I've been peeping through um, Facebook Live, Black Zebra Production. Shout, Shout out, out to, to them. Um, and uh, I've been like, you know, mind blown. I think I talked about this last time I was keeping up with it. But um, I finally was able to go out on Saturday. And, you know, my me and my girls got some signs. Uh, Shout out to Bella for making them. Yeah. Um, got some signs. And we basically were mind blown over the support that people right. were showing not only were people standing together and you know standing for our black brothers and sisters but they were also making sure that everybody that was standing for them were also taken care of so for example constantly constantly you're going to find somebody that is passing out water that's passing out protest kits mm-hmm. quote unquote which has like protest uh, excuse me which has first aid kits water bottles um the snacks were on point snacks <laughs> they had so many snacks of course um, there was one course. there was one family that came out with pre-made pasta cold mm. pasta and was Duh. passing it out to all of the protesters making sure that everybody ate um it was hot that day it was it wasn't the hottest but it was still warm the yeah. sun was still beaming yeah so you know easily somebody could have got you know dehydrated so that was super important to me right. and you know me loving my city so much it is so awesome that i i've seen other people love the the people and you know just just everybody that's making or that's fighting for this cause it's right. it was amazing right. i was super happy i went yeah and miles you have been witnessing it witnessing it in uh through Facebook and yes. Stitch and what yes. are you? Yes, yes. I'm, I'm a little scared of the COVID. So yeah, <laughs> dude. Uh, honestly, I I would really put aside my fears of the COVID. Like it's it's such a powerful and touching thing mm-hmm. to hear these young men and I guess not even just young men and women, but particularly these young men and women out there using their voices, using their voices positively, yeah. using their voices powerfully, and most importantly, peacefully. Um, but I, like you were talking about earlier, Mario, this it's something that cannot cease. Uh, mm-hmm. The interim goal is much more great than this mm-hmm. short-term powerful messages you're sending now. Um, but, dude, I, I'm so proud to be part of this community who's doing it. 
um, who's who's fighting for the right things here in Sacramento and just so right. proud of all the humans that are willing to get out there and use right. their voice. Heck yeah. And you, you know, too as well for being out there yeah. using your yeah. voices on this podcast to do it. Hell and yeah. just out there, just out there, man. We may don't, even lose some listeners, but we don't give a that shit. That does not matter. That it, doesn't uh, matter to me. You know what I mean? It's not, it's not why we do the podcast. Right. It's not why we um, participate in the marches. I'm not going to even call them protests anymore. That feels like such a negative word. These are marches that are meant to be positive. Yeah. They're meant to bring change for the better for not just people of color but for mm -hmm. it, it will impact us all and make society as a whole better and it dude like keep rocking your shit guys yeah. like yeah. keep doing your Super, fucking thing i'm with y'all dope absolutely um the other thing too that i did notice Actually, i'd like how'd you feel being out there saturday yeah. you're out there rocking um it, man. so i will say like i always been the one to be like oh i'm not the type to go to a protest you know, because I just it, I just didn't feel it was my way of of, of mm -hmm. moving. You know what I mean? And and again, we don't all have to physically march together to move together. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Absolutely. But like I said, it was the quintessential words of my son that he was afraid that it was going to happen to him that made me react to be like, OK, I need to be involved more physically than I, I was. So then I feel this is how I feel. It feels different. The energy feels different. There's more people on the other side of the of the of the court saying, "Okay, this is fucked up. What do we got to do to fix it?" When you've seen cops, also, you know, um, we also have to remember. Like, I feel like we like to generalize things. You know what I mean? We can't generalize all cops just because one cop said mm -hmm. they don't like this. It doesn't mean the next cop, next woman, is not gonna pepper spray someone. Yeah, absolutely. You know yes, I mean? absolutely. Because I've seen that a lot. Where it's like, oh well, well how could you march with with cops and then at night they pepper spray people well at the end of the day everyone is different just like we want to preach that hey not all black people are bad not all brown people are bad not all white people are bad well it's the same thing for cops oh, yeah. well and because you know i i march with two people that are in law enforcement on saturday you well, know because and, they want to help you know what two, i mean when we marched on wednesday with your son mm -hmm. uh like it's not like there was a full squad of officers out there. No. It was maybe a handful. So honestly, yeah, it was maybe like seven or eight. So is that right? Oh yeah. Um yeah. so That's... it's not like the uh, I guess leaders of the, the law enforcement are making the, right. you know so it's not like it's full ass it was not like yeah. it was full ass South Command the no, whole all of them all. out there. It was yeah. maybe a handful. Yeah. I mean, and to kind of speak mm -hmm. out, sorry, just kind of stretch on that. So I was while we, so after I had left the protest yesterday, I turned on the live, of course, because I'm yeah. addicted and obsessed with Black Zebra. Lizard. So I ended up, um, I'm looking at, or I'm watching the video of them and this black officer, and I apologize for I don't know his last name, but Stanley. They were calling him Mr. Stanley. He was talking to the the uh, marchers, um, and he was actually listening to them, hearing them out. You know, he was they were getting their advice from each other, and one of the questions they asked is like how do you think like how are we supposed to move forward with this like how are we supposed to have change basically and he explained well you guys need to talk to the officers you guys need to you know communicate with your city and da 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 and the first thing that they said is they're not all like you Stanley they're <laughs> not all like you Mr. That, Stanley they're not yeah like, they're not all sitting here talking to you they're like look around right. basically you're the only one that's sitting here having a conversation with one you know other mm -hmm. person that's standing behind you you're right. the only one that feels comfortable mm -hmm. with sitting here standing having conversation with us right. so that kind of speaks wonders as well you know not right. 
And that, that's what I'm saying. Like, we can't say that we can't march with cops or we can't do this because, again, even if the chief of police, you know, doesn't, it says, hey, we got to work together, it doesn't mean the rest of his unit or his whole city or yeah. cops is going to feel the same way. Do I agree? I can understand why some people feel bad because last year he didn't march, the year before that he didn't march, and the year before that he didn't march. Right. But then if we are expecting people or even law enforcement to look at us and feel like, hey, they deserve a second chance, we got to provide the same things that we are that we are expecting of them. So we, it's kind of like having a boyfriend and a girlfriend, right? <laughs> you go, hey, I expect you to be truthful and honest. Well, we can't just ask for that and then not provide it ourselves. Yeah. So, and I'm not saying, trust me, I'm not saying, because I, I used to be the first one saying, fuck the police. But then I figured, okay, what am I going to do with my anger? So with my anger now, let me move forward from cussing people out and how can we help in a different way you know what i mean if it takes marching with them great if it takes not marching with them great at the end of the day look how much it took to start to get rid of the the national guard to to leave yeah it took everyone it took you know what i mean it took a lot to, for people to start listening even with this movement it took the hammers the witches everyone in <laughs> their oh mama God, to come the witches yeah. were out the yo. witches yeah. were out that's the shit yo. you know what i, I mean like, yeah so what Fuck, bro. Hey, yeah. I'm, I'm like, hey, I'm Adi. <laughs> you know what I mean? Nice I to meet you. you. Were, yeah. <laughs> right. Oh, no, I, I totally wasn't. But we definitely got, you know, a photo of their sign. I, I was not, um, when I had went, I was obviously, like, impressed with all of this. Just, just the way that our city looked, yo. There has never right. been so much art on the wall, whether it be... No. Be, and the art that I'm talking about is the real, genuine, authentic art that is BLM or the yeah. artists, you yeah. know, local artists that painted um, George Over Floyd's, some, you know, yep. face or, yeah. you know, just the unity that this has brought. Like I said, I'm amazed. And I feel like the city, my, I love my city and I right. can't freaking stress that more. Yeah. So. We got to, you know, we got to be extremely enamored with how, how everything has kind of worked out. You know what I mean? And I think hopefully now. It will push everyone to just kind of really make connections. You know what I mean? Because that's that's the part that's kind of important, making those kind of connections for anything, any movement to survive. So like to even furthermore. Um, well, because everything is easy, easier with the team. And right. we preach that all the time that right. if we're building our team, making connections with one another, right. learning about one Hell another yeah. and doing it in the right way, man, this right. it can go forward so much smoother and easier, at right. least for us as the public and as, right. as a team, as a unit, as one voice. Yeah, I mean, even to furthermore answer your question, like, I think how I feel is, like, I feel proud to be part of, like, yeah. you have already stated, like, be proud of being here, proud of, of being able to provide a certain, a certain, a certain kind of, like, um, input, maybe, you know, to have a voice or give other people a voice if they need, need the platform. But it's also, like, you know, to feel not only proud, but just kind of hopeful of, of everything that can come from here because I want to be able to find a a unified voice in someone because oh, yeah. one mm -hmm. thing that I do here is the complaints about like, oh, well, you know, George Floyd wasn't a great guy. I was like, well, great men don't got to be perfect. Martin yeah. Luther King wasn't perfect. Malcolm no, was X wasn't not, no. perfect. He was a convict and look with all the things that he did. And even Malcolm X at some point realized that he needed to work with everyone else almost towards the end of his life, sadly. But he ended up apologizing for what he said about, you know, Martin Luther King, mm -hmm. all these things, yeah. you know, because it's realizing that together is where it's at, you know? So I am very hopeful that this is 
getting to where it's at, you know, but like, I don't want people to think to blame, you know, George Floyd for being a martyr because to be able to fulfill that position, you have to die. And no one wants to die for no. the wrong reasons. You know what I mean? No. So, cause there's a lot of people out there saying, Oh, you guys are making him a martyr. I was like, well, because right now we need something to hold on a symbol. Hell yeah. Because mm -hmm. sadly we don't have those living symbols because you guys killed them. Yes. yes. You know what I mean? So at the end of the day, you can't complain that we're holding on to someone or because we're not holding on to him as a person itself, but we're holding on to him as a symbol of light or the what needs to happen. You know what I mean? And we're yeah. honoring him. So don't blame him for becoming a martyr because again to fulfill that position you gotta die you don't apply you don't you know you don't have to have a body of work obviously because look at what they did to him bless you Sorry, um and so you. you know stop using him to prove your point in a sense of a negative way yeah. you know what i mean another so, person's death shouldn't be used as right as, as ammunition or, yeah. or a fucking bookmark or whatever right. you know exclamation what point there you go yeah oh so. yeah Absolutely. That was a great point to, to point out. I, I love that. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I mean, it happens every time we, you know, every time we, uh, a minority gets killed, you know, we go, okay, well, shit, let's put them all over the place. It's not to necessarily glorify him because that's a word that the other side uses. Oh, were well, you glorifying him? Look no. at what he did. And I'm like, no, yeah. we're not glorifying him and what he did for his past or whatever he did in his past. It doesn't, no one deserves to die like that. Yeah, you know what I mean? Know. And so all we are doing is actually glorifying the movement that, and trying to say, like, look, this is a problem. There is a person behind that name mm -hmm. uh, with a first name, a last name, right. a mama, a daddy. Right. And you, it's shown, we say their names and we right. show their pictures because they're right. people and they cannot, what, has occurred cannot be forgotten right yeah. i mean you look at like this right you got the other base that glorifies a president that's <laughs> a sexist a racist and a pedophile i was just gonna tell you that drug I was like, you know look at our president drug addict, yo. Mm -hmm. and he's oh, a president and we give president. we give him a title of the president the president yeah. you know the what fuck? i mean but then you can you can look past <laughs> someone that used to uh uh a fake dollar bill a fake 20 dollar bill and they didn't even know it was right. fake when you they didn't, were didn't even it. know you know what I mean? And also, you know, like maybe he got arrested before for something else or whatever. Well, he didn't lead a perfect life, but you have a problem with him, but you don't have a problem with the president that you are glorifying for the things that he does. You we'll know what I mean? So vicious dogs you know. on them and weapons like they've never seen before. You're hella right. funny. <laughs> <laughs> so we're getting oh, close to body segment now. So yeah. I mean, well, that was my rant. That was a good discussion. I love it. And yeah, again, it was. you know. Let's get to what to do it. Um, but you know what we got up next is uh, boss talk. Well. Boss ass Marty. All right, y'all. All right, so yes, yes, we're gonna do things a little different here. Yes, we so are. <laughs> I found I, out today through text. Yes, yes, they did. So I, you know me. Uh, you know, the entrepreneur that I am, I schedule two things in one um, time slot. So here's what we're doing. So for Boss, I'm going to explain a bit of what um, my platform has actually been doing. But to kind of start off, we are going to go live because we are doing, we're announcing the winner of our photo shoot giveaway. Um, so Love give it. me, like I said, I will definitely explain what's going on, but I want to explain on my live as well. So let me connect really quick. Um, but we're in the connecting. meantime, connect to the people. Yeah. So in the meantime, if you guys Miles are interested, Miles will vamp for everybody. <laughs> you're hella funny. <laughs> if you guys are interested in 
well, I guess, yeah. I don't know how to do life. If you guys are interested in um, giving back to any, you know, nonprofits, there's a whole bunch of things that are going around on social media right now of black-owned businesses or black-owned nonprofits mm-hmm. or black musicians or artists um they are the social social media right now is definitely standing up and you know i also appreciate bigger companies that are doing their you know, their best to actually you know make their movement known that they stand with us and you know there's some that are definitely doing it right and there's some that are not doing it right but doing it right and what's doing it is there a wrong way of doing it um some could say i feel like there are wrong i mean some could say there are wrong ways but i also feel like some could say there are right ways as well so right I mean, just whatever you guys judge. Um, I know there right. was one annoying way, but I already told you about that. And we don't need to get into Panhandling? it. Panhandling? Yes. <laughs> well, n- yes, in essence, yes. <laughs> we talked about that. Yes. Though. You guys are funny. Uh, oh, oh, you're talking about yes. a place that sells yes. stuff yes. you read? Yes. Hi, everybody. So, yes, I am. Yes, I am. I didn't tell my girls yet, but we are recording this on the We Are Sacramento we podcast. Are. So I took my headphones off, so let me know if I do your thing. Okay, if so. you start yelling, yeah, yeah. So we're gonna wait for some people. So they're um, waiting so, to sign up. Yeah, they're waiting to sign up. So so tell us about this. That's this exactly giveaway. what I was gonna say. So for those who don't know me, I am Maddie. I am um, the founder of Boss. I rarely come on Instagram or any videos live, especially just uh-huh. because I just. All right. I swear. Maddie is always on the video. Right? No, I definitely every don't. time I get on really? Facebook. Every time on the Facebook, Mighty's right there in somebody's camera (laughs) out there. I try to stay undercover, but um, right now we are listening. I mean, we are going to be recording for the We Are Sacramento podcast. So if you guys have not heard the podcast, um, we are at We Are Sacramento 916 is their Instagram handles. So go follow them. By that, you mean our Instagram? Our Instagram handle. You are here. It's ours. You are wearing the shirt. Sorry, guys. Sorry. You are wearing the uniform. I know. This is definitely my podcast. (laughs) (laughs) You're like, uh, don't disrespect. What happened? Damn, I thought it was us. I know. I just gave a whole speech about working together, making connections, but all of a sudden, apparently, Monty left the group. He left the group or some shit. I was kicked out. Who knows? Sorry, y'all. They're hella mad at me right now. I'm in my Right now. Oh, All right, you guys. But she got so, stuff to do. Go ahead. Let me talk about exactly what we did. So we know that Boss um, uses our platform to give back a lot, basically. So um, any opportunity that we can, we um, gather our team up and we start figuring out ways that we can support um, those in need. So obviously, with everything going on right now, um, we felt it was important to not only protest but also see if we can raise money for a local nonprofit. Um, so my team had brainstormed. Um, my team had brainstormed basically the biggest, or the, excuse me, brainstormed one of the nonprofits that um, correlated to our our platform so, um, best, and it like was it. Black Women United, Sacramento yeah. chapter. Hell yeah. Um, so first I wanted to point out that I felt like our choice, our decision was very, um, it was awesome. We felt like what they stand for and who they are is exactly what we were looking for. Mm-hmm. Um, so if you guys were interested, you guys can definitely learn more at BWU. Sac.org. Let's get them. Um, and to kind of just touch bases on what they do. Um, sorry, guys. Uh, Black Women United is a nonprofit and community-based organization from Sacramento, California, who is dedicated hey. to education, protection, and advancement of all black women. 
Um, it was founded by three women, so I want to give them a shout out. What are these three black Sorry, women? Sorry, one second. Let's, um, get, them, let's these, get them names, man. Let's, these let's these get courageous them black women's name are Imani Mitchell, Autumn Astors, and Alika Bernard. Um, and so they are doing stuff, man. They've created uh, the first walk of, um, excuse me, a first. I want to make sure that I'm saying this first black women's March in Sacramento. So nice. um, shout out to you guys. This year is going to be a virtual walk, obviously through COVID. So if you guys mm. who are watching um, are interested in attending um, on January, excuse me, June 27th, starting oh, at 10 a.m., um, there is going to be a their fourth annual first virtual uh, black women's March. So again, visit their website, BW bwusac.org um, and you'll be able to learn more and register for that walk. Love it. Oh, okay. How did you hear boy, how did you hear about them anyways? So, we were doing our research. So, we were doing our research. We had like a whole bunch of different um organizations that we basically, you know, were sharing with each other and we right. came across Black Women United um probably through social media. Um and we were like, "Oh yes, like it was kind of just one of those immediate things like this is what we need to do." So, Dope. um anyway, like so Sorry, go ahead. No, oh, sorry. It, it. Yeah. <laughs> so on to the next thing. Um, I am super ecstatic to say that we've raised over two thousand oh, dollars from yeah. Sacramento. So nice. or whoever's been donating to our platform, whether you guys be bosses yourself, um, you know bosses, you just wanted to give back to an awesome cause. You guys are amazing, and we couldn't be any more grateful for you guys. So, Dope. um, like I had mentioned earlier, boss. In or the way that we contribute is we are giving away two photo shoots. So shout out to Jackie and Erica. Nice. Um, in a moment here, we're going to go live with um, both of them, actually. And they're going to pick a random number from 1 to 308. Oh, damn. That's a whole lot of that numbers. That is a God, whole God, lot. So listen, That's so there a lot of, numbers, a lot of people, man. we've had donations. Okay, so we've had donations for $200. So that's a lot of tickets, right? We've had donations for a dollar. Yeah, However, yeah. regardless of the amount that you guys donated, yeah. the thought that thought that you put it, not the thought, but the, the well, meaning of yeah. you yeah. putting into this, you know, is way more than the amount of the dollar. For sure. So yeah. um, thank you guys so much. Yeah. Seriously. And it's going to a great cause. And it's anyways. going to a great cause. Yeah. 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 So basically what we're going to do is we're going to go. Uh, I'm going to first go on live with um, Erica. So that way she can. And Erica is also a photographer. Yes. Erica is a photographer, so definitely. She is a photographer based out of Sacramento. She yeah. um, specializes her. in portrait and wedding photography. So yeah. she her. is going to pick her winner. Um, as oh, there's going to be multiple winners. Yeah, there are. There Ooh. are multiple winners. Give me a second. Let me start. Just give me the light. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just give me the light. Yeah, yeah. All right. So while we wait for her to join. All right. Let me show you guys really quick. We're going to have Miles sing. Hey, girl. <laughs> you, know, she, you know her friend wanna... side note when she goes, hey, girl. Hey, girl. They're funny. Oh, I want to show them the list of things really oh, quick. Fuck. So, um, <laughs> of the, the entries. So, this is where we're going to start. Everybody has an entry and the amount of tickets that they actually purchase. So, you'll see it is random as well. So, there's not going to be any... Um, cheating or whatever you may think there's no cheating also, out here man i am no the only one who has this, this and it'll, it'll be me that wins uh was a photo shoot yeah. Yeah. Oh, you could if you don't let me get a photo shoot let me get a photo shoot right, see him Erica. on the couch so, <laughs> so from one to 308 All right. what is your number
28. Ooh, 28. Okay, awesome. Did she say that was her volleyball? Uh, I think she number? did. My she did say, I think she said that. Yeah, she played volley so the ball. 28. So Chantel Green is my nice. friend. Uh, she donated and she actually um she donated off of Facebook. So that is amazing. I don't have a handle to actually Dope. give, but I'm sure she's gonna be super excited to win this. So thank you. Yes, I appreciate yeah. you. Yes, um sis, do you have any yeah, do you wanna say anything in regards to this? We donated two thousand dollars. Yes, per usual. Love it. Yes, sorry. It, sorry it. for people who are listening on the podcast. My speaker is broken, so <laughs> and and who was listening, who's watching my face? Yeah. yeah, you can kind of so, hear it on to if you put it close to the mic, you so, might actually be able to catch it. Perfect. Okay, perfect. So twenty eight. Thank you. I appreciate it, sis. I'm gonna go ahead and share with Jackie now, so she could pick her winner. All right. Bye. Ooh. Miss you. So this is, all right, you guys. So one. That's gonna see. be a total. All right, so that is the first winner, Chantel Green. Thank you. Shout out to you. Um, I'm gonna go find Jackie really quick so I can share screens with her or make her go live as well. And I need to make this bold really quick. Bold because Marty is blind. I'm blind <laughs> and I don't want to forget. Hi, friend. How are you? <laughs> Hey, that's Hello, so friend. funny. They're making fun of how uh, I answer the phone uh, every time. You know what? That's, if Miles ever calls me and not texting me, that's how I'm going to answer the phone. Yeah, do it. Hey, girl. Hey, friend. Girl. Okay, so we had picked number 28, so that is not an option. Um, just a heads up. But you are able to pick um, a number from 1 to 38 besides. I mean, sorry, one to three hundred and eight. I was like, damn, how'd the I number know. change all of a Besides sudden? Besides, damn, you, you done got rid of a, more than half of the people. Wait, one more time. One hundred and forty-six. So one hundred and forty-six is. Oh, it's Chantel Green again. Oh, shit. <laughs> so we're gonna get another one. She won. <laughs> Two photo shoots. All right. uh, she gets a cop. Damn, she lucky. Uh, 222. I'm going to be so weird. All right, we're going to go down. <laughs> Watch her be. It's, it wouldn't be her again. Delaney Keenan. Delaney Keenan. What up? Yeah. All right. So let name. me tell you something about Delaney really quick. Okay. Delaney had purchased a large number of tickets and mm -hmm. she had initial. She texted me and said, hey, if I win, am I able to um, donate to a, a woman business or excuse me, a business? Um, that is owned by women of color. Oh, hell. Absolutely. I said, Love her hey, already. why don't we donate the photo shoot to Black Women United? Yeah, there oh, you go. So yeah. that is who the photo shoot is going to. We're going to be shooting Black Dope. Women United um, per <laughs> Delaney's Dope. post. Tight. Do you have anything to Love say it. really quick, Jackie? Oh, am I muted? No. No, yeah, I can hear you. Yes. Well, thank you, too, because you're definitely going to be shooting them. So I appreciate you. Work, 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 work. <laughs> all right. Well, all right, guys. I'm going to post this on my story, too, so that way everybody yeah. can follow up. But, again, um, BWU is going to get a photo shoot yes. and Chantel Green. So thank you, okay. everybody, for donating. Appreciate it. Good job, guys. Bye. That's why we love Boss. Doing some good things for the women out here in Sacramento. So if you've never heard of them, 
shame on you. Um, so you, shame. their Instagram is who boss. has never heard of us? No, I'm just kidding. No, I'm just kidding. You should have seen her face, yo. No, I'm just kidding. You guys, oh, they saw her face. So, uh, so oh, let shit. me, yeah, no, 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 guys. For, okay, so Humble definitely, much. so boss ass women of Sacramento. Um, we empower all of the women in our city, basically. All of them. Um, so depending on if you guys are an entrepreneur or if you guys are an inspiring entrepreneur, come out to one of our events. Um, right. you guys will connect with a whole bunch of awesome women who basically. Mm-hmm. I'll have ideas and dreams just like you guys do. A lot of the women that come and um, connect with us are ones that want to get to know the city, want to get to right. know people that are, you know, making the city go around. So um, I would love to have you guys out here. Um, again, yeah. we uh, we give back a lot, obviously, as you can see. So that's one of our main um, things that we de- we dedicate our platform to. So if you guys need any assistance with anything, let us know. We are more than happy to help. Mm-hmm. There you go. You know what? Given that your segment is all about women empowerment, here's a here's a bro tip I can give. If you see a woman going through some shit or being abused by a male, step in, say something, get involved. Because, you know, you can't be part of the solution if you if you don't get involved. Otherwise, if you're just standing by and watching, you're part of the problem. So if we don't like racism, we shouldn't like sexism either. Absolutely. I mean, I was about to say, isn't that how uh, we kind of right. got into some of this fucking shit is by people just right. standing by and watching mm-hmm. and letting yep. shit, letting the status so, quo that yeah. wasn't working stick around? Let's not have yeah. that somebody else's coming syndrome. Let's, let's you know. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <Right>. Somebody <laughs> else will videotape it. You right. take some action. Mm-hmm. So, you know, do your thing when it comes to empowering women. So, yeah. Hell yeah. Um, That's awesome. That was your segment. That was my segment. That was a good one. That was was Boss Talk with Boss Ass Marty. But yeah, you know what we got up next is the classiest part of this. The the classiest part of this podcast. You know, if you let me get through, if you let me get through your through your intro, I can I can do it. (laughs) He's just so excited. Right, right. Let's let's hold on to the excitement. We got the classiest part of this podcast, and it's. Ratchet ass sports with Miles Jolly. White chocolate. Yeah. Yeah. White chocolate. That's right. Like, whoa, like, whoa, whoa. He was Yeah, I was. was yeah. I was like, <laughs> usually I start and you keep going. Sorry, and then Miles, I kinda sorry, like Miles. look at you. Yeah. And, All right, hey, she no, done now. We're good. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So man, I actually got sports to talk about Let's and it's been it. fucking a month or something like that, but other than the NASCAR, but only <laughs> only Butte County like that. Betty, where's my NASCAR? <laughs> Sorry to Butte County. Uh-huh. But uh, no, nah, man, we got some basketball returning on July 31. So they're saying, so they're planning. They're, uh, there's no fans, though, right? No fans. No okay. fans. Uh, quarantine players at the uh, Wide World of Sports in Orlando. It's a Disney headquarters. Disney. Ah. Wait, so they're going to be playing the season in Orlando? It won't even be this, yeah, the whole everybody. So they're going to, oh, wow. uh, yeah, they're, what they're going to do is essentially it's the, the playoff team. So the seven, there's eight per division. So 16 total teams. They're going to add six more. Oh, so not all the teams are playing. No, 22, Only... 22 out of the 30 are going to Oh, so play. the Kings made it. Yes, they did. Ah. So oh, they, the Kings are going to play. They are essentially in the six teams that will be playing for number eight seed in the Western Conference. You're right. So they'll have a little tournament to kind of decide who's going to be number eight seed. And then, uh, yeah, playoffs That's are going to start. Hey. So July 31st, so they say. Tight. Everybody quarantine all at one location. Twenty two teams. Uh, so, question: Where do what else is held at the Disneyland? That Wild World of Sport. They do. They've had things like this. They've hosted uh, like the NCAA tournaments. Oh. They, so oh. it's so MGM or not? Yeah, it may not be MGM, but one of the casinos in Vegas. 
they also have a setup to host multiple like basketball type tournaments on a professional Sick. level. So okay. yeah, that's why they were talking Vegas because they had that other. They have a similar setup mm. through one of the casinos. I swear, like the T-Mobile. Didn't they just do a T-Mobile, T-Mobile arena like not too, like not too many years ago for the you know, NHL? I believe, yeah, for oh, the hockey team. Oh, they can't play. They can't play basketball there. I don't know. Uh, they have the Grammys. Yeah, I bet they could. Yeah, huh? Fuck it, wouldn't it? Call, you can what? play basketball anywhere. Shit. Yeah. Well, but but I think the reason they wanted to do the other location was because all it could be all under one roof. Oh, so I like, see. From people, ki- uh, kids, the fucking players in the hotels to right. uh, all that can totally. all be under one. And location. they're not allowed to bring family, huh? It's just the uh, players, or are you allowed to bring your family I, with I you? I didn't read about that. Okay. So uh, that'd be interesting to see because to, you know. That's well, a, and it's funny though when they polled a lot of the uh, the NBA players, a lot of them were for coming back. They like were a lot for of them it. wanted to. Yeah. Okay. And this was an independent poll. This was an NBA. It was right. I think Associated Press did it. Yeah. Um, and overwhelmingly, they wanted to come back and play. Yeah, so. I think everyone's just kind of like ready to get back to whatever <laughs> it takes. You know what I mean? Well, shit, baseball's fighting about money. Like, yeah, baseball. Dude, baseball's having a harder time right now. Baseball might not come back. Period. Yeah. This year, really? Because uh, they the players denied. The plan, right? Yeah. Something because, like that. Yeah. Because it goes against the verbal agreement they had previously that right. the players would take a prorated salary as long as there's X number of games played. Right. And the owners just keep changing and changing the right. stipulations. And statistically, baseball are the ones that are the highest paid athletes, Some right? of them. Some of uh, them are. On average, across the board, I would say yes. They're the highest pay, I um, think. The top. Yeah. You know what? Yeah. I would yeah. say I'd say that for sure. Right. Actually, yeah, um, and I get it because and they run the less because they play hella yeah. games, right? <laughs> 162. Like, 162. Why they got to play? Games. How many do basketball players play? 82. 82. Like, damn, and uh, then... basketball and hockey play 82, uh, baseball's 162. I'm like, shit, why do we have to play like 17 games back to back to back to back? Dude, isn't it? It's fucking like, I'm sorry, but I loved baseball, I love playing it's baseball. That shit was over, you don't need it that long, yeah, like right. 100 games, sure, and why then, not? like, damn, okay. Three hours, your game is done. Oh, like yeah. what the yeah, fuck? It never to used to be like that, and yeah. I don't what get is the it point? now. I don't know anymore. Like I fuck, I don't know what kind just of so pomp and circumstance mm-hmm. they got going out there anymore. Just That's so that way they can get like a winner. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, fuck. That is well, there's no ties in baseball, pretty much. So they gotta, yeah, yeah, they so, gotta keep playing. I mean, like, hey, I the kinda, more you drink, then you know what I mean. Look at it from the glass And, and I get it. Like, okay, for what if the NFL wasn't going to happen? What are the Raiders going to do with that stadium? <laughs> like, I they mean, can't have concerts there. I'm not going to put it out there. I mean, no one really cares <laughs> what the Raiders are going to do. <laughs> but you get the con- house, you yes. get the concept of the concept. Uh, of an empty stadium, <laughs> yes. for example. Yeah. So yes. totally. But yeah. <laughs> I, I just had to use that you know that gorgeous ass <laughs> new stadium we got. That is a bomb ass looking. We stadium, just though. dropped in I the torch. Say, yeah. We just we just just dropped in the torch. So uh-huh. Al Davis. I guess God rest his soul is gonna be every game to get that shit lighted for him. Anyway, I'm so dead. Anyways, I digress. Oh Whoa. shit. <laughs> like, okay, sorry. Uh, but speaking okay, of NFL, um, did y'all hear it all? The Drew Brees? Uh, oh. No, but what did you that's do? That's a whole. Okay, so Drew Brees basically, when asked a question about uh, essentially kneeling for the flag, he essentially said that. I will never be okay with someone disrespecting the flag. So I guess in so many words, essentially saying that 
he still feels that by kneeling, you're disrespecting the flag. And apparently over, because this is rather odd that this kind of 180 change of heart occurred within five days. When was this, by the way? I believe it was Monday. Okay. okay. And it the, la- the final thing came out Friday. And so apparently he, you know, had chats with whomever, which I hope he really did. Uh, he says it was black leaders, teammates, et cetera, et cetera. And right. over this course of this week, he has since sent not only a message, a Twitter message or some shit, uh, so some kind of social media shit to the president and like had a 180 change of heart that he did not okay. understand that by kneeling for the flag, it was nothing to do with disrespecting the flag. It was to bring awareness. He to had this. no idea. He had no clue. Okay, so mm-hmm. that that also speaks well. Uh, so if God, you had no idea That's with so everything that is going on in this world, you just spoke for a lot of fucking he, he people do. He didn't right. make the connection that right. by kneeling that it wasn't meant to be a disrespect to this country. Do you think that that's valid? Do you think that that's true, not I mean, valid? Ignorance, I, is, bl- ignorance is also a privilege of white however, people. However, there's no however, freaking he plays, way. Time out. He yeah. plays in New Orleans. Yep. Predominantly he, black. He has, exactly, he has done a lot of community work within New Orleans. Right. So I, in my personal opinion, if you kind of, if you're really out there doing that stuff, you you, you know. might have witnessed some things. You know, you may have right. been exposed to some things that would lead you to There's... learn otherwise in those experiences. Yeah. So, your peer, your your peer, your fucking got yeah. lost his whole career over well, let it, us get over. and you're telling me you don't know it. Let us get. I'm let, so we will pissed. get there right now. So <laughs> we're gonna. Miles is gonna walk I'm us so through. I'm so pissed, Miles. Tell him so, what chocolate. Tell him you always do this to me. The, you ain't you <laughs> ain't know. It's a fucking soap opera, yeah. What the yeah. hell? So, NFL Commissioner Roger Goodell. Let's tell him. This previous week, uh, beginning of the week, NFL players banded together to create a commercial in which Shame. they essentially, they would show their faces and they would say in, um, basically, I am George Floyd. I am Stephon Clark. In, in showing that this could be me. Like it could be me too. Like I am no different than right. any of these uh, min- or African American men and women that have been killed. So, in response to that, Roger Goodell, National Football League, released a statement, and I'm just going to read a few sentences because it's a joke. In response over- to it, in response to in the it. video, um, because in overall it's a joke, but or in my opinion, personal opinion. So. Uh, We, the National Football League, condemn racism and the systematic oppression of black people. We, the National Football League, admit we were wrong for not listening to the NFL players earlier and encourage all players to speak out and peacefully protest. We, the National Football League, believe that black lives matter. Bullshit. Shut the hell up. Sit your ass down. Nobody expected your ass to make a freaking statement in the first place. Obviously, that is going. They did that because of. Uh, social backlash, uh, media response, whatever, whatever. But my largest, I guess, concern issue, and maybe it's not a valid one, uh, I guess I'll let you guys see what your opinion is, is just like you were saying, a young man who was in the prime of his career named Colin Kaepernick decided he was going to silently protest and kneel for the flag, kneel for the national anthem. He was essentially blackballed from the NFL. Right. Um, he doesn't have an NFL career, although he's still very active in uh, 
for Black Lives Matter, for increasing awareness. Just and you for try the to whole, fuck up his whole, money, and he still got money. So and fuck he still perseveres. But the NFL, and particularly Roger Goodell, who out very outwardly condemned him for doing this, yep. can't give that man a personal apology in public. Right. So was that that response an apology? Or did he give his... It wasn't, it wasn't a, it wasn't a directed to Colin Kaepernick. Right. It was directed to... It was directed essentially about what the NFL... He How was a they feel. Yeah, he was a spokesman for the for the NFL, essentially. I'm sorry. I I didn't take that as an apology. I did not either. I, I took it as, well, yeah, duh. Like, Are they claiming that as an apology? I believe it's the, is. They're claiming that is the NFL statement in regards to the Black Lives Matter movement. Right. Bullshit. You cannot give a black man, Colin Kaepernick, a personal apology. Right. Like a black man that you guys showed definitely first eyes to everybody that's watching your guys' platform an apology because of how you treated this man. And publicly criticizing and condemning this man for doing that. Absolutely. And you can't say you're sorry to him. Well, you also gotta think of there's a lot. I mean, he's in a very the thing that important about him, the commissioner, right. is that he's a he's in a very big position of power. So people like them, they have a very big ego. Absolutely. You know what I mean? Though, oh, absolutely. And, and again, I'm not saying that that's okay. Would you, you know what I mean? I'm trust not, me, I agree with you. Oh no, you. no, not to interrupt you. Though. Um, Would you like yeah. just a quick bit? We'd like to know how much he makes a year. Who? Uh, Roger Goodell. Oh, I think it's over like a hundred million or some shit like that. Uh, it's uh, his contract is it's approximately forty two million per year. But it, he makes bonuses and all this other shit. Like there's ba- there's like back end money his, that he his, makes. His, the, the commissioner, commissioner of, of the, the NFL. NFL. What the his fuck? salary is approximately forty two right. million dollars. So back to what I was trying to say was like He's you know wanted- people people like him have a very big ego. So think of like the person with the biggest ego you know, you know what I mean, and then ask depend on them hmm. to to say sorry for something trust me you're never gonna get yeah. it you'll get a half ass effort like you like like we got like we got and it's upsetting because this is the same reason as to why people are marching but i will say though once they at least come to the door we can't be like fuck you as much as we want to because now that's our way into the door Absolutely. you know what i mean because there's gotta be there's gotta be a way in where it goes at some point we we gotta be able to walk through the door, and if his little half-ass sorry gets us back to the into the door and into the the, the talking and being on the table and not being just a conversation, mm-hmm. I think though we also need to hold him accountable for him losing his job, which I think it hasn't happened quite yet, but I think mm-hmm. it will happen. That's what I was gonna say. You know, I think it, it's mm-hmm. gonna happen because. Now you're gonna look at it, go, okay, so you said sorry for this, but like what are you are you gonna talk to Colin? Like in the words of Mighty, Public, hire him publicly. Publicly, like, publicly you know what talk I mean? to him. Because at the end of the day, this is what systemic racism is all about. You blackballed him, you fucked with his money because systemic racism publicly, is publicly and they were right. in his position, like right. you were talking, his position in right. power. He's able to, but he's so fucking right. easy. Because, but that pride what really pe- won't allow because you to apologize. People, right, because what people mostly know don't know about racism is that <laughs> the systemic part is the part, not only is it about race, but it's about money. Mm-hmm. So that's exactly what happened here. Mm-hmm. It yep. was the pure quintessential Jim Crow, three Millionaires. essential laws that 
maintain a black man, try to maintain a black man at a level where he would not be successful. That's yeah. what they try to do. Systematically fuck with the man's money. And so that is where we take his little half-ass sorry and then we walk through the door and hopefully, hopefully he's able to come back, do his thing, and then make a better change for other black athletes. Like, get treated better. You know what I mean? So and really, that's... uh. It it just goes to show like how right. how long ago this like and that's just a short term how when Colin started all this stuff like yeah. that's right. so many few this tiny, is two years th- now th- right that's like a, that's but, a, a, a you know a grain of sand in the time frame that right. this shit has been happening yeah. right but if you just look at that example and how the media was so willing to villainize that. Like, yeah, and it's just well, it was well, it's, it's but that's also the other part too, where like the media outlet now, it's it's almost like identity. Like if you watch CNN, you're a Democrat. If you watch Fox, <laughs> you're a Republican. And every right? all the the two parties are too far to one side to where, you know, it's just they're both the same person. Yeah, yep. you know what I mean. So there's then you got the people like us that are like, okay, look, I get this and I get that, but okay, what are we doing? Yeah, what are we really doing? Because at this point. I can watch CNN for five minutes and I can watch Fox for five minutes and then I'm done yeah. yes. because and I like right now, like media is like a drug. It's, it's kind of erasing free will. And if you're a, if you're a God believing person or a God fearing person, you know that that's the one thing God gave you mm-hmm. is free will. And right now you're letting the media get rid of whatever God gave you. So even you was fanatically Christian or Catholic or whatever religion you preach, or 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 practice don't let the media get rid of the one thing that god gave you as a god-fearing person you know what i'm saying and i'm not the most religious person in, on the table if anything i'm very questionable about where my beliefs stand <laughs> I'm like, uh, you know what i mean but don't ask me i, you know, know. I mean don't tell me about it. i mean yeah, you know but i've been to the service you know morning service fucking night service yeah i would disappoint people off <laughs> i would disappoint people sorry you know and piss I mean? them off is what i meant right but you know so the other thing with drew Brees too it's like you gotta look at the way he grew up right he comes from a family of lawyers you know like i think his father was a criminal law lawyer very, oh, wow. very okay su- i didn't know that. very successful his mom was also a lawyer if i'm not mistaken sweet then you know how to talk then you know how to then talk you know how then to talk you, and well, you know that you shouldn't have said it that way uh right. not only that if <laughs> also went have, to private school yeah. i was gonna say if you have looked at uh he has already set up his plans for what he's doing after football because that's you know a matter of right. years away. He already you know he's at that time in his career. He's going right. the military. It's no broadcasting, so he's oh, making shit. he's probably in a way also making sure he's covering his ass for his future, his Fox. future career. It will yeah. be for one of the sports networks, so yeah. it'll be for either. You yeah, know, but ESPN if he keeps, for Monday night, if he keeps Sunday, going this way, he's gonna get canceled and, real quick. And think, look at. Just look at how fast that yeah. 180 occurred. Things like that mm. don't, you, you know, you yeah. don't have that kind of drastic all of a sudden awakening, at least right. in my opinion. And, you know, and how in the hell did you talk to all these people you say you did in this time frame? Like, right. it's a shit ton of people you you're trying to, to say you talked to. And like, you had to have black leaders and your black teammates that, which is explain what, he's saying. what this meant. I'm right. sure your black teammates were actually kneeling on the floor next to you when they did that oh they they had some shit to so say about that i'm yeah. confused as shit oh, no, and it, you're no, not it was you're a, not fooling me f your yeah. apology because at the end of the day you yeah. knew what the hell was going on if you're the only one my grandma knows what the hell is going on right yeah. now like yeah. there's no way 
You yeah. know what's funny? People though? in Paris know what the hell is going on right now. Right. Sports talk radio, that's all they can talk about right now is yeah. Drew Brees and, oh, my God, how it – he this miraculous turnaround and he's totally went from villain to because saint there's money all in over that. again. Right. There's money in that. Well, that. Is, know, right? There's the other part too where it's like I've been seeing a lot of it's like I think a lot of people are looking for black people to teach him shit. And it's like we shouldn't this is <laughs> yeah. should, it's not it's not what not you, their place to educate don't, you. Don't there's, reach out to the yeah. first black Hell person yeah. you know right. to tell you how you not you shouldn't <laughs> That's be a not racist. How that shit yeah. works. Like this is that part where it's like, hey, like when your parent, you know, tells you like, hey, you should have known better, like yeah. this is the time you should have known better you're damn near 40 yeah. if not, you know shit is wrong you know shit is right like go you have the, the right resources you have you know the I mean? resources also, to to uh to educate yourself right so i've seen and you know if you're not if this isn't you don't take it personal Boss. but i have seen a lot of white people apologizing for almost being white and, oh yeah don't do that know, either like that's even more offensive in yeah. my opinion like yeah. no nobody's asking you to apologize for being white just right. like we're not or they're not asking you to apologize because they're black understand the situation and stand the fuck up white like people, that's really what needs to happen you're being asked to listen that's it you, that's what you mean no like i've seen that meme where like the the family put themselves in chains and it's like, dude, they're no. not asking you to do no. that. They're asking that's you to put their stuff in chains. Right. I should beat you up. It's like, yeah. hey, we're asking you to listen. <laughs> yeah, just listen, listen to the yeah. voices that are heard and learn. Right. You know, you know the other thing too. So I had a conversation with someone. I had a conversation <laughs> with someone that owns a yes. business that is frequented by people that, you know, of color, especially me also. And she asked what my position is on people burning the flag or people not not standing up for the for the for the anthem. And so I told her, look, for the same freedoms that you are here, it's the same freedom that they have to express themselves, whether I agree or you agree. You know, I would be the first one to tell you, yes, I I I I stand for the for the national anthem and I you know, I stand for the flag or I, or I acknowledge it because to me, it means something else. But to black people, it doesn't mean that it's the it's put like this. Like if you put like this, if a, if a man or a woman whoops your ass, they're going to constantly every man, every man that you see is going to be the face of that trauma. You know what I mean? So to black Until people, you whoop that right. ass. And so to black people, seeing that flag is like a, it's a reminder yeah. of all the abuse, all mm -hmm. the shit that's been done to them mm -hmm. till this day. Mm -hmm. And you, so we can't sit here and tell them I don't like you doing that, so don't do it because then now we're being hypocrites because yep. for the same reason we love this country, we can't go and judge somebody else and tell them what to do because they're entitled to do whatever they want, whether you respect the flag or don't respect the flag. But in token, whether I stand or don't stand or burn it, it shouldn't that, matter, right? It shouldn't matter because that means you're respecting the flag because you're exercising the you're exercising the freedoms that that flag and that supposedly the flag and the anthem represent. And, and check me out. And, this shit was I mean, it, obviously it was happening but look how you know the after trump got elected this is what i'm saying yep. after trump got elected check out like how shit went down and obviously it's always happening happening and or happened and yes we do have social media to now put it out there <laughs> and present it to the world however right. look at how people are acting nowadays and i feel like it's just i fucking lost my train of thought but <laughs> damn yeah. i just feel oh, like boss. it's basically it's, I don't know. Uh, Trump, shit. Yeah, I don't note, know. I'm I mad saw, now. <laughs> I, I heard, read a funny kind That's of so thing, funny. though. Um, apparently, for the first time, uh, Trump had more people at a rally than Obama. And it was the Black Lives Matter rally. Uh, 
That's the only time he's had I more people love it. at rallying, quote unquote. It was people rallying against rallying him. Rallying against him, yeah. right? And that's yeah. the only time he's had more people at a rally more than people. Obama. I love it. You know, the 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 two things, so it was like just to finish on, on with my conversation with the lady, you know, it was it was to let her know that that, you know, we can't we should not allow ourselves to tell people what to do. No. You know what I mean? Because at the end of the day, we're on stolen land. We're we're oh, you know we're on, we're we're on stolen land. We are on 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 land that was built for free by a race of different black people, and so you know don't 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 forget about yeah four hundred years ago happened a long time ago, but you can you can't speak about it as if it did, it never happened or if it's not a big deal because even whenever we talk about the Holocaust the Holocaust we we make a big deal about it. No one can we ever condemn that. We condemn that right away. And as we should, but the moment somebody says something to kind of not agree with it, boom, villain, villain, you know, so we yep. need to do that with the same people that don't look at, don't look at slavery as something that just happened because even still, it's still happening now. The slave trade is very much yeah. <laughs> like it still yeah. happens. You know what I mean? I was going to say, uh, just, yeah. just so I didn't make it seem like I was talking mumbleish, but I was going to say um, in regards to my last statement. So I kind of look at it and this is no disrespect to anybody that stands for the flag, anybody who, no. you know, respects Not whatever is going on or whatever the fact, but I look at it as I'm looking at the flag the same way that I'm looking at being black or being white. Like, America only US is the only one that's like, oh, you're black, you're white, you know, and right. rather than actual uh, ethnicities or, you know, na nationality. So, at the, or excuse me, ethnicity. So at the end of the day, I'm looking at it like that. And I'm on my end, I have never was taught to respect the flag, you know, mm. like I never was taught to respect the American dollar mm. other than, you know, save it like, but for certain and i will say that is very big on our culture right now as well because you know i'm i'm a, i'm a millennial i fucking grew up with all of the people that are protesting or a lot of the people that are protesting mm -hmm. and you know are millennials as well and i feel like um knowledge there there goes that knowledge you know let's start speaking to each other because if we're not supposed to be need for the flag because america said so you right. know yeah. there's a whole nother yeah. conversation that needs to be right. placed because a lot of people don't know yeah I mean, again, it's like it goes back to respecting each other's opinion. Like, I may not agree with you or with you, but at the end of the day, mind I'm your not, business. Mind your business because at the end of the day, I'm not telling you what to do mm -mm. or what to do or and, you what to do because it's not my place. Please don't tell me yeah. what to do. It'll right? be what I mean? beautiful. So, yeah. Yeah. It'll be beautiful to see an arena where there's people standing, where there's people kneeling, where. Yeah. And we're all just. And we're all just chilling. Yep. You know? Yeah. I mean, okay, let, to this whole kneeling thing. I've been to a, quite a few sporting events. If you notice, there's not people, there's people standing, they don't take their hat off. How many people are in line for beer? Ordering At the same beer? time, yep. So, aren't where, you supposed to put your hand on your like shoulder? If I mean, you have your... a hat on, you're supposed to take your hat off, put it over your heart. You're supposed to, or put your yeah. hand over your heart. You're supposed to stand at attention, salute, or whatever the fuck it is. But, like, yeah, it, yeah. how many people are in line buying beer? Yeah. How many people are at how home drinking beer? How many, how many of your employees are working right. while they're doing that? Right. Does everything all of a sudden come to a pause right. and we all salute for this national anthem? Right. So what did he fucking kneel? Mm -hmm. You know, here's he was he, still at it, uh, quote unquote attention. Right. Yeah. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna tell you one thing. Like I do remember about El Salvador. El Salvador is very big on on or on symbols. Yeah. But we ne we haven't had the issues that America has. Right. So for in, on Independence Day, which is September fifteenth. Um, 
When you say symbols, do you mean like flags and stuff? Flags. Okay. Our, our symbols are completely different because these dudes were really like uh, fighting. Yeah. You know, they were fighting I mean, for independence. But you know, I don't know the if there was a history of slavery in El Salvador because it doesn't. It was more of a classism where people weren't paid enough or things like that. Um, or the there was the thirteen richest families. But anyways, <laughs> I, I digress. Um, but there. I remember that at noon, no matter what happened, everyone would stop, get out of their car, play the night. All the radio stations will be Shut playing up. the national anthem. Everybody gets out of the car. Everybody stops what they're doing. And they, you know, I go love it. Process. So I remember that. Oh, also, also the other thing that you're not supposed to clap after an anthem. You're not. That's mm. part of the, that's part of like the, the, the actual rules of a national anthem. Like you're not supposed to clap. Uh, whistle all this stuff you know what i mean so <clears throat> you know if we're gonna enforce try to enforce one rule then mm-hmm. we gotta kind of you gotta enforce all across the board you yeah. know or, or all those flag t-shirts you see how phony it is like yeah it's phony like it's just yeah. what it's phony so you know I mean, it's, it's, it's just, i feel like it became what like another monetary holiday like a lot yeah. of the others right you, you know, know what i mean i mean even yeah, why there's another why, data party i agree another right. data party like even even yeah. re, even remember when the and when nothing's wrong with don't get me wrong nothing's wrong with those holidays those were some right. of the best fucking holidays even when they required now for people to, for the players to be out for the national anthem in the NFL which it they was didn't because, used to do with right. I would say within five years right because they started doing it because the army or the military the well the Department of Defense said hey let's do this and we'll give you a chunk of money and yeah. so now you you, you started seeing all you the all this stuff you started seeing all this military stuff happening where they started requiring because before the what players, do you mean essentially, Co- coming out where? Essentially, so, NFL started partnering with uh, the, the army, the, 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 uh, the, the, the Armed Department, forces. Of, Ju- the Department yeah. of Defense. The oh, Armed and they forces. started having like the planes and shit. Fly you know, they've always had the planes at some point for like Fourth of July or things like that. But I'm saying on every game before, back in the days, players were not required to stand outside and the, oh, on the sidelines. Oh, so when they while they got were it. playing, they were getting okay. ready in the locker room. But okay. after the contract, they started requiring players to be outside, standing, and everything. So it's very hypocritical in yeah. which way. So even for those people that are that are arguing like, oh, he shouldn't be kneeling. Well, at some point, you know, five well, six years ago, he was actually naked, getting ready yeah. while the anthem was playing. So and let's not be hypocritical. Let's go even further because of said contract. At, throughout the whole month of November, these players are essentially forced to wear parts of their uniform that are camo. Right. Are they camo patterned? Yeah, they'll have certain days where like the giant... No, every Sunday. Every Sunday through the month of November because it's the month of Veterans Veterans Day. They, every Sunday, every day... Which is fine. October... But why should you be forced to if... Should they be... You know what I mean? It's part of their uniform. They have to do it. Why do you have to support that? Yeah, well, um, like, what about breast cancer awareness? Like, so October every, they do it every yeah. all pink. Yeah. I know you can't force somebody to do it, but that's more of a you pink. know that's a non that's a nonprofit. <laughs> but though. you know, yeah, let's say even then you could but still I don't say have to support yeah, it. that's what I say. You could still say I don't want to support it because you know, but man, yeah, see, so crazy. it's like because your employee, it's like an employer forcing you to wear how many pieces of flair. What about when people like draw on their shoes? So At least draw on their shoes. So they allow them to do that. Here's what my uh, or something. here's what my sister said, and it, it is true. Um, this is probably one one of the facts as to why the the military or the Department of Defense started doing this is because the enlistment um, the enlistment uh, <laughs> quota started going down, uh, especially yeah. you know. So then that was also part of like the yeah. to recruit more younger yeah. 
more recruits to join in. So it was basically part of that. So we're really, you know, and again, people don't have to support it, don't have to wear it. But no. if that's part of the uniform, you know, and they have it for that one month, I mean, it is in what it is. In the scheme of shit, it's not that big a deal. In the scheme of things, yeah. it's not, not that big a deal. And that's what we're saying. In the scheme yeah. of things, it's yeah. not that big a deal to have that because at the end of the day, you know, like, again, it's a freedom that we it's, have to I, have disagreements on what we wear, what we don't wear, like, at the end of the day. And I just thought, my, my whole point was more, I just thought it was very, very funny how they're going to, you know, condemn you for kneeling, but then force right. you to go against, you know, what your, you're trying your to say beliefs. and force you into wearing things right. that represent pro-military or pro-USA, yeah. pro, you know, whatever. Like, I'm, I mean, I'm pro, like, again, like, I'm pro the military, but like... If, I am too. And But like, I'm. it doesn't know, I'm, mean I'm, that I don't disagree with the shit that they do. Like, shit, I understand what the fuck they do. Yep. Because, look, if you got to tell... Like, we've had this conversation. Just keep it real. Don't tell me you're protecting my freedom. <laughs> yeah, no. Yeah. You're protecting capitalism and the economy. Yeah. Just tell me that Just, so I can swallow that pill and see how much of a good human being I am. But let me make that decision. This. You ain't protecting me, I feel yes. like. Yeah, right. You know? I respect right. it. I, respect I wouldn't it. do it. Shit, I, I wouldn't do it. I respect you for yeah, doing it. for sure. And Again, I, I wouldn't I do say, it. Though, I will say, though. I will say, big shout-out to the National Guard that was out here on the, for the simple fact that there have been words out there that some people were saying that the national national guard people were actually a lot nicer than the cops were being mm-hmm. in most instances like i even, could imagine even when they were at the da's office mm-hmm. or whatnot there were everybody was screaming in their faces mm-hmm. and they were just chilling you know and some people were saying that they were talking to some of them uh-huh. and they were like some of them didn't even want to be there you know some of them they're just like look this is our job and yeah. we're just here yeah but like at the end of the day like i think like they also know that they're keeping police in check. Yeah. You know um, what I mean? Absolutely. And to, to some extent, you know what I'm saying? So, because even if you, have you seen the video of the old man that got pushed? Can they pushed? shoot police? Mm-hmm. I'm just asking. What's uh, I don't think, I think they can. Because they could shoot anything, right? They came ready, right? So right. Like, could they shoot fellow police officers? So if, I mean, you can do whatever you want. Would, <laughs> I mean, but, like, how would that, so you know? So National yeah. Guard, it, uh, so if you've heard, like, uh, National Guard, military, they do not carry non-lethal they're all sources real. they are live yes. bullets mm-hmm. um so anytime if you notice it may be the national guard standing at the front line they all will move back and disarm if in local law enforcement will do all the pepper gassing all that stuff right the national guard will not do any of that because they only have lethal right. weapons so if they see the police officer choking okay. out hold on like Aren't they the biggest gang in the world? Still, so it's just like they're not. I going don't to. think they would. My, I don't know, and that's just. An Do opinion. they have that's that just, ability? Though? I don't. Oh, that I don't know. My personal so, opinion is they would not. I always like to look at. I agree. I always look at how, I and mean, that's why I like talking to you. I always, I always like how. So I always like looking at the way people, people are sworn into things, right? So the yep. way the military and the police. We read the police one, and also the military one is like I will protect. My country from domestic. Oh gosh, I used to know it. You know all of that stuff from any any enemy, be it domestic or international uh, or foreign, uh, uh foreign enemy. And sometimes, like I said, like I think if you look at the guy that was pushed by the cops, the older guy and cracked his head open. Really, the first one that helped him out was the guy from the National Guard because they're, Mm -hmm. they're the ones that are ones prepared to deal with that. And he was the only one. The two National Guardsmen were the first ones to actually help them out. Can I ask you another question? Why aren't the police officers capable of um, helping? 
they are capable. They just don't because they're they have a certain you have to you have to think of like the way individuals look. If you give me a job to secure, right? Sometimes my job becomes first. Trust me, that's not my point oh, of view. No, hold on. No, no, no. I was about to let say, me, we're going to go me. ahead and end Ratchet-Ass Sports, and we're just going to delve right on. Yeah, because yeah. this is so, a good yeah, segment. So yeah, that, was is, ra- that was Ratchet-Ass Sports with... Miles, Jazz, Jolly. Yeah, that was a good one. <laughs> that was a good one. <laughs> <laughs> but this is kind of getting into <laughs> what we yeah, want to talk about well. anyway. So, yeah. Um, so the thing was, is it's like, yes, police are capable of doing that, and, and, and they should be doing that. But I think... That once you have a unit that's there just to disperse things, their value of life has been. The they don't give a shit because they're thinking about. Because I saw the the sergeant push the guy because one cop was going to help him. I seen him too. He and like he second guessed him. it, huh? Uh-huh. And I could and, I could not I couldn't tell what him. if he was going the the pro right. was going like towards his weapon. See, no, like, no, I no. could not tell. What like he was gonna right he there. was gonna go see what was going on with him, and then the the main guy in charge of the unit pushed them to keep going mm-hmm. and then that's when the two national guards stepped in yeah. but maybe also gotta because you gotta try to look at two perspectives you gotta look at well he's supposed to hold the line you have the guys in the back that are supposed to deal with everything else and obviously the national guard is there and then you hear the lady cop go no we have an emt on duty and i assume that that's who the two national guards are because the guys in the army or national uh the, on the reserves they are there are trained. Some of them, he might have. One of them might have been a, a war medic. Like you know what I mean. So, so yeah, and that's that's that human thing, though. You know that gets right. me. Like you couldn't. You seen him bleeding. Like you seen that you just pushed him down. Right. And you, you shouldn't have even done that. You shouldn't have done that one. And I understand you might. You know, little do we know there might have been a whole bunch of mean ass protesters, or not mean, but like mad ass protesters was, that are coming towards them, or there whatever. There was actually the case. about right. fifteen cops behind. Yeah. Yes, too. There was so, no even if the protesters were behind, they were there were maybe there were plenty of cops in between that could right. So why couldn't one just stand right next to him, make sure if they couldn't do anything, make they, sure you know, that doing they the whole like street make, cop yes, thing. Come know? on, yeah. I need your help. Yeah. I need make eye contact with somebody to get this man help. Because right. if nobody around you seen that man fall and hit his head, then he tripped and fell. He tripped and fell. Right. You know, so yeah. F them too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, I mean, it's like the way the way the police. Then that's the people, the white people are marching. You know what I mean? Because people are just disgusted in the way they treat their citizens, even yes. in the moment of of of, of chaos. chaos. You know yeah. what I mean? And so again, like chiefs of police, presidents, or mayors, governors should treat these videos as a training tool Absolutely. to be like, look, yes. this is not how you act to a peaceful protest. This is how you react. You know, because again. So I was reading. So I was I was kind of reading a thing called. Uh, there's actually a a rules of conduct when it comes to like. Um, there's a there's a there's police a, engagement. No 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 no. Uh, when it comes to rioting, okay. where where there is a, a a foundation. May I say I forgot the name of. So oh, we're gonna have man. to fact check it for the next one. That they actually don't consider uh, breaking windows. Uh, breaking into cars or breaking cars, burning things, it's, it's not considered violence. Okay. So it's not viewed upon violence. So therefore, police should not be viewing them as a violent, even as then, as a violent, as a violent crowd because they're not doing it towards a human being, right? Because violence is considered, because how can you depict violence to be towards a building or something material as opposed to it being towards a person? So that's the way that, that, 
it's, and it's like a it's like an international foundation that that kind of tells you like what it is, right? Yeah. So I'll look into it again. And it's like they were saying, like, how can you perpetrate violence towards something that has no feelings? You know what I mean, uh-huh. right? So how can that's why if you ki- can you kill a building? No, you can burn it and destroy it, and then you'll get about what a year and some probation, right? So that's why it's like the way it's viewed is not viewed as violent because it's not perpetrated towards a person, an individual. So that's why even when police are breaking up things or or people should not use that much aggression. So I'm kind of glad you brought that up because I kind of wanted to like just kind of get your or everybody's thoughts on just i see and feel kind of there's a lot of hypocrisy hypocrisy in the way police act under different oh definitely will react the same way to two totally different situations or completely relax if for example or i don't even want to say relax but just completely disparity in how they react so right i'd like to use the um the the shooting of officer taro sullivan who was mm. killed here in sacramento mm-hmm. by a white gentleman mm-hmm. who had automatic weapons he had killed a police officer he had shot at many others he had abused his wife and was now holding her hostage yeah. is this up never mind i, I think believe it's highlands yeah um north highlands i believe so okay but regardless of where it is it was here in sacramento yeah mm-hmm. so the the police officers had a standoff with this male for let's see from officers responded at 541 officer of Sullivan was killed shot and killed at 610 mm. the officers had a standoff with this gentleman until 2 a.m. Wait, that's the <laughs> one that killed the lady cop right lady cop oh that happened in North Sacramento I yeah believe. North yeah. Hi- the Highlands yeah. yeah so I am just extremely confused if there are a group of protesters who have not killed anybody right are not holding anybody hostage. Right. The officers are giving PPE, personal protective equipment, to do their jobs, aka riot gear, etc., to deal with people. But not nurses and doctors. Uh, what is it? What? But not nurses and doctors. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So. It, yeah. It, 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 uh, Thanks for pointing that out. It, mm-hmm. They're given, you know, to to protect themselves, you know, riot gear, etc., cetera, etc., cetera, right. from bullets and. In the same breath, you are going to have a standoff for seven hours, like I said, with the gentleman that has killed a cop, shot at multiple others, and is holding somebody violently hostage. Why do you not use tear gas, for example, on this individual or some (laughs) type of non-lethal thing when a peaceful protest, the violence you're encountering, for the most part, are water bottles? You are geared up. To, per, to stop you from bullets. Mm-hmm. Why does a water bottle incite tear gas, rubber bullets, uh, flash bombs, all that, but a hostage situation is dealt with seven hours in negotiation? And right. I don't, I just, uh, I don't a, know. Something a police like that. officer's murder, you know, is still a hostage. So besides, you know, somebody else being in jeopardy, one of your people as well were also killed. killed. Right. You know, and you still waited seven hours seven or however hour. many hours and after the granted, fact. granted, they didn't have to use force. They dude ended up surrendering. But it's crazy. What? What? I don't understand. And maybe I don't know. Maybe I'm jaded at the moment. Or I don't whatever, think you are at all. And yeah, I, I feel I'm, like this I'm just is curious valid. Kind of what? Like maybe he, the devil's advocate sides to that, or you know, maybe the what ifs to so like, well because we kind of touched on it when on uh, in private when you were here yeah. yesterday or whatnot and so 
you know, I think there's different protocols to different things. And again, again, and this is very, very important to keep in mind that way of life is more important than life itself to these people. You know what I mean? So when you're when you're protecting, when you're using violence to disperse, you know, peaceful, peaceful protests, that's you supposedly taking care of you know, way of life. Whose you know life I mean? are you protecting? Exactly. But exactly. Right. So you're, but not life. You're, you're, you're protecting way of life, which mm-hmm. is okay. Well, shit, these business got to open tomorrow. We got to make sure people are able to drive. So they're well, so cops take are, it literal as life. Like whose life right. are you actually well, protecting? That's, that's, that's to be, you know, yes. Yes. That's, that's a whole other, what it is. Yeah. Right. But what I'm saying is what they're there for, if we're talking in the literal sense, not that I agree is to make sure that life goes on mm-hmm. because life mm-hmm. itself to, to, to the system is not valuable mm-hmm. the way of life is. So therefore, when again, status when this quo. status quo, right? So the, the, so the, here's the paradigm shift where people, we need to start looking at things situational and make sure that, that we don't fall trap into our, our sentiments, right? Because I get upset too when like, like, fuck, why is this guy take, getting taken to Burger King after he just did this or did that, right? You know what I mean? So with the guy that the the held the lady hostage and killed mm-hmm. the cop, I think they also they also have protocols to follow too, which is like, okay. oh, there's a, there's a hostage and we got to preserve their life, supposedly, let's bring a hostage. There's, that's like the protocol, right? The, the moment there's a, there's a hostage situation, no matter what happened, they have to bring in a hostage negotiator for whatever reason. I don't know what it is, Who, but that's the rule, right? Who's there to protest with protest with our protest negotiate with protesters? Right, because where's the independent quote right. unquote body there? So here's to, what I would uh, here's what I would say to that, right? Is to 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 you notice when I told you like where where the LGBTQ showed up and they had a yeah. police escort, but the other people, the other hmm? people out there, yeah. yeah. When they showed up, when they showed up to the one I went to on, I believe it was Friday. Um, no, no, Thursday. Um, they united. Yeah, with, I have to, I, yeah. They I united with them, and I was like, "Holy it shit!" Was Friday. They, yeah. Was Who it Friday? united with them? The LGBT. Okay. Came united in, with the the, the, the protesters other protesters at, at Chavez, Chavez. Yeah. and then they were escorted by the by police. the police yes. to the to the park. So here's here's what I'm gonna say, right? So if we so and I, and I tell people this, look at the energy. Like all they did was protect them their way over there. So there is a process on to actually not getting tear gas or whatnot. But I also you go and you ask them, hey, we're gonna do this. We need a police escort and we're gonna march this way. But also I will say that we cannot always ask permission to protest. No. So police need to act the same way that they did with the people that went and talked to them in the same way to the people that don't talk to them because then then you're being a hypocrite. You know what I mean? Wow, like, you learn, you, I learned something new every day because like, I did not I, know that. And, and I know. go ask for an escort. Right. Like and you, th- are they forced to give you an escort? Yeah. Like you, Aren't they there to protect and serve? Yeah. Oh, why don't we all do that? Then there's going to be no cops anywhere. Right. And then, you know, well, we could do the real protest. Right. They'll <laughs> be like, well, well, <laughs> well, that's, that's awesome, the, though. Well, that's, that's awesome. how the march happened on Saturday, right? Yeah, like, that's there's good to know. Permits are pulled and all this stuff. But sometimes, and that's what I'm saying, like, sometimes you don't want to do that and you don't have to do yeah, that because no. you're, it's your God given right to be upset and to go protest because it's your freedom of yep. speech. It's a public park. You know, and cops should be like, okay, we got a protest happening. We know it's happening. Let's talk. Let's approach them. 
Maybe let's it's talk. A... Like cops need to start going. Let, okay, they got a march. They're planning a march. Let us talk to the leaders of be, a, be Black Lives Matter. See what we can do to help them so that we don't have nothing happen. That's what needs to happen. You know what I mean? The cops need to approach them. Explain and be to like, hey, these, can we escort you? Explain to these yeah. individuals this is what our procedure is going to right. be. If X Y Z happens, yeah. we are going to react this way. Yeah, like, like we, lay hey, the cards on the table. Yeah. Like the, we like, know you're upset. Let yeah. us let us help you be upset. Exactly. You know what I mean? So nobody gets hurt. Everybody yeah. gets to so, go home. We all get to sleep peacefully and come do all this yeah. shit again tomorrow. Like all these outreach right. cops that are out here at pop ups and things like that. That's what they should be doing. You know, though I love that what they do for their department. Mm-hmm. But the moment there's some shit that's popping off, these outreach outreach cops should be out there like hey look we know you're pissed off how can we help you so you can march and we don't have any issues because even the people that march like that are marching don't like the rioting because it, it digresses from the actual issue because then it's going to make other people focus on, on the wrong the riots, thing on the, on the riots yep. as opposed to the movement so what i'm saying is shit be pissed off let's just plan it out let's do what they do to us look why do you think the kkk always has a rally and nobody gets arrested <laughs> because they pull permits, they tell the cops we need an escort. That's why they always protect. It's not that the cops want to be there and protect nope. them. Well, some do, but yeah. but for the majority of the time, cops don't want to be this there. This is so amazing. I've been learning this. New sh- oh my god! Right, thanks, cops, Mario. Cops don't want to be there. You know what I mean? But they're they have to do it because. Protect and serve, but it feel it just feels like it feels like it's it's it's, pick and chose when and how. Right, you know, even when even when the guys with the the stormed the Capitol in uh forget what state it was, and they showed up with their guns, and it was like, but these dudes, you know, asked to do it. (laughs) They've done that. I don't. Okay. Yeah. Wait, who showed up with guns? Um, what was it? Somewhere in the south, all these dudes protesters or no? There were protesters for the other side, and they showed up, and they they even they even threatened some of the lawmakers, where the lawmakers had to be escorted by other black gun owners. Okay, that stepped in to to help them out. Right? I wish I could remember what state that was. Okay, so but I'm not sure if they asked permission to protest. But at the end of the day, they stormed the Capitol, and nothing was fucking thrown at them because I'm pretty sure storming the Capitol inside of the Capitol was not part of the plan. No, no, and nothing happened. They were politely asked to be like hey nah this isn't okay da, 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 politely asked so I just want to know why why when you got a hundred motherfuckers with the with more guns than you have now all of a sudden you want to have a conversation if you you know and that's the hypocrisy right and, like exactly you know what I mean exactly so, like why? I can imagine like man. so I was gonna say sorry Miles no, no, go for it, girl. earlier I think I mentioned this last episode and it still kind of just blows my damn mind how I watched on live two white men get arrested for bringing guns to the protest yep. one was I guess a part of the protest or you know he was for um or he was protesting with us the other one was like bungalow or in something like truck. that in a red truck and oh, this fool dude. had rifles shotguns everything yo and he just got arrested and we didn't hear about him on the news yeah. i'm so Absolutely, confused why right? did we not hear about this guy on the news yeah we could tell other people who possibly might their their decision of going to the protest might change from this knowing that there are crazy people like this going to cause harm at the end of the day. Right. Hmm. So I am still mind blown. Um, I don't respect it. The only place that I've seen it on was Black Zebra. So shout out to them. They are real right. Sacramento influencers right mm-hmm. now. So if anybody else is claiming that, nope, wrong. They nope, are it. Can't do it. You know, cause the, you know the, the other fucked up thing too was like, so I didn't even hear about it till Paige, one of our friends, you know, was like, hey, I know you're out there. Like, be careful. This dude is out there. And da, 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 da. And I was like, oh, yeah. Well, yeah, I'm you cool. See, like, you see why I texted? Like, with the axe? 
Um, huh? Oh, there was another guy with the axe. No, the, the same guy you're talking about. Oh, the guy oh, with okay. all the rifles yeah. within the red truck that was your. Yeah. It's like your truck, the same model exactly. of your truck. Exactly. Yeah. The same model like, of my truck. I was like, damn, Miles went and painted his truck. And, and put a cover on the uh, bed. Uh, what? He damn. had it in like cases and everything. Yeah. Like he was ready to camp right. out. Yeah. Yeah. In front of the Capitol. And so, he was camping out. Yeah. And it's a different reaction. And that's what I mean. It's like, like you know, it, it, it just sucks and it, it feeds into the hypocrisy of how, how. Melanin is looked as a weapon. You know what uh, I mean. And, like, and, and how many poses were there? Maybe what at when you got read from what I remember on the video, maybe no more than a handful. There was yeah, I was gonna say like six at the most. So did you see the video where there were four individuals caught for curfew? Oh and my god! And she got arrested. Seven thirty in a car cop? accident. Yo, this, yeah, these people got to into 30. a car accident and they arrested them. Yep. And yes, there was I did see to 30 that there was a good. 30 police officers for four, for four people who got into a car accident maybe and got arrested maybe a handful for this cat here that was obviously probably after to start some shit so based on what was written on his how, vehicle so how does not how does that not make someone think that this shit is set the fuck up like, how are you up? gonna just arrest him in handcuffs fully no who is no repercussion or whatever the fuck and you're just gonna put him in the back of your car acting like it's good when somebody is detained, who are the handcuffs to protect? Right. Like the the person detained isn't protected, in my personal right. opinion. So here's you're he, completely vulnerable. Here's another event that happened in Alameda County. I would want that and, guy to be vulnerable. I'm sorry, right? You want that guy that has right. guns guy, to be vulnerable. If you have a right. weapon, but you oh the you protesters and stuff. I'm like just that. talking in general. Yeah. So the random person who stopped and <laughs> fucking suspected of who knows what. Well, that's have what I was going to say. So, so, oh, May, so May 23rd in Alameda, um, California, um, a lady had called the cops saying that there was a suspicious black man walking her in the middle of the street, you know, but the neighborhood that he's in, a lot of the people do know him. So the, the cops showed up like three, four cops showed up there. They were arresting him and they were like, you know, he's like, dude, like, I'm just minding my own business. And so neighbors started yelling outside the window, leave him alone. We know him. And so they then the news interviewed him and they go, look. Here's what he was doing. He was exercising. And they go, like, we know him. Like, he's here every day. He runs and then he dances. That's And he turns around, turns and twirls. And that's oh, how yeah. he exercises. <laughs> and he had on, like, you know, workout gear. But that's yeah. how he works out. But what the ladies, you know, the lady called and she was like, oh, yeah, there's a suspicious black man. The 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 operator asked her, oh, is, is there mental issues or what is he doing? Like, oh, is he on drugs or mental issues? And the lady goes, it could be either. And so... I think people need to understand that when you call the cops, you know, and there's someone just exercising. And even if you don't know, like, you know, be mindful before you do it, because when you call the cops on someone of color, you know, it could lead to death or to that guy possibly didn't even have a record. Now mm -hmm. he did. That's because they charged him with resisting arrest. Karen, okay. let me tell you, Karen, you calling yep. the cops. May Karen and what, who's the other? Who's the guy? What's his name? Chris. Um, Eric. Chris. Chris. Uh, Stan. I was say Chris. Stan. Tyler. Stanley. Stan. Yeah, Stanley. How about Stanley. Dick? Richard. Dick. Dick. All right. Karen and Dick. Dick. <laughs> Karen, Karen and Dick. Dick. Listen, Excuse listen me. to me. Richard. I right. Mean, if Rich. you you have a suspicious um thought of somebody or something, sit back, watch it out a little bit. You know. Yeah. I mean, you know, me. While I'm saying this, I already think that if you have a suspicious 
thought about somebody over them just exercising and dancing, then you already are a fucked up person. Right. Right. So I can't really tell you to sit back and think a little bit because even if you think a little bit, your mind is still going to probably be like, hey, let's call the cops. So what I'm trying to say is. Maybe don't call the cops. Maybe call, you know, your family member so that way they can make a, a great decision of right. what should happen like or should things like that. Yeah. Unless Just have a second thought because, yeah, be, exactly. <laughs> if you if you don't have somebody by the name of Maricela, Marisol, mm. Mario. Yeah, call us out right? I'm just saying, like, get a second thought about it mm. if you have any concern. If that, if you immediately want to call the police and you're not in danger by any means. Direct, direct directly. Directly. If they're not coming to your house directly. They're just running you know, down the street exercising. Yeah, and, and even if, you know, if you live in an apartment, there's it's an apartment, bro. Understand that there's going to be people coming to your house yeah. or your building. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know, just come on, second guess that because like Mario said, there's people dying And for over that a phone reason, call. I'm going to read you something. This is from Americans for Safe Access. And yeah, this buddy. is regarding police detention. Mm. So, police can detain you only if they have reasonable suspicion that you are involved in a crime. Detention right. means that you aren't arrested, you cannot leave. Detention is supposed to last a short time, and they aren't supposed to move you. During detention, the police can pat you down and go into your bag to make sure you don't have any weapons. They are not supposed to go into your pockets unless they feel a weapon. Oh, wow. So, mm-hmm. reasonable suspicion. Now, this is why so much shit goes down. It's very vague. <laughs> for, uh, for a reason. It all goes down to... A individual cop's opinion. Uh, right. So reasonable suspicion must be based on more than so for, again from Americans for Safe Access. Reasonable suspicion must be based on more than a hunch. Cops must be able to put their suspicion into words. For example, cops can can't just stop someone and say she looked like she was up to something. They need to be more specific, such as she was standing under an overpass, staring up a graffiti that hadn't been there two hours ago while at the same time having the same graffiti written on her backpack. Right. Searches. Uh, okay. You got to be able to connect dots, not just make them up. So, in addition to reasonable suspicion, they must have probable cause to create from that reasonable suspicion to arrest you. So, they're, so it, a cop is so easily vague. to that's say, so, hey, your eyes are red. I might yes. think that you were driving under the influence. Um, right. You're stopped. Somebody drives by in a car smoking weed. And yeah. where is the the scent? Where where's that? Where is that not reasonable suspicion? All of a yeah. sudden, like I like the one cops use all the time. Well, you're acting nervous. I'm like, yeah, you got yeah. a gun, cuz. Yeah, like, duh, you make me nervous. You stupid make ass. me nervous. You're like, fucking red and black. You know, well, why are you nervous? Don't you you don't have nothing to hide? If you have nothing to hide, I'm like, dude, like at the end of the day, dealing with police is stressful. It's hella when stressful. you're when you're a person of color, and even when you're white and you're and you're and you don't feel comfortable with cops, like it goes all the way across the board. People are not comfortable dealing with cops. You know what I'm saying? So it's like me. Like, say I don't nothing. Know, yeah. Say nothing. Right. That's the best key. That's the in, best rule. In some states, uh, I do not know for sure in California, you are at least required to say your name if you are asked. Other but than not that, your birthday, you yeah. do not have to say That's anything. Scary to me. That is your right. Even if you are arrested, you have the right you, to remain you know, silent. That's scary to you know what's me. Fucked up, not though, saying right? anything. They, so like, they question you to try to get you to incriminate so yourself humble. in some yeah, way, absolutely. or in some way for you to say something that gives them reasonable suspicion right. to put you in handcuffs. They're trained to make you fumble. They're that they're trained to make you nervous and yeah. 
they're trained to capture you know that's yeah. what their job is you know what i mean so and then so it, it touches into this like i've even me personally like i don't get nervous you know with cops because i'm just like i'd rather go to jail for a weekend for not speaking than be dead you know and then again i'm exercising my right i'm not saying shit nope like i don't i don't you know what i mean even when a certain issue happened and a cop asked me like hey like i'm like nah man i'm out <laughs> here and i you gonna have to leave your card i don't talk to you you know what I mean? Because I'll tell you blanket statements, things that may help you a little bit, but I'm not going to sit here and snitch somebody out because, you know, like... That's your job. I ain't uh, no police officer. You know what I mean? Like, it's like, you pose won't snitch each other out, and you mm-hmm. expect me to snitch out my fellow man? Right. You nah, know what I'm dude, saying? It don't so, work like that no more. Yeah, like, I don't I, like I don't get nervous anymore. I just, I just more, like, I prepare myself to go, like, okay, well, shit, here's what I got to do. I got to throw the keys out the window. Put my license in the bag. Put them in the bag. Oh, I wasn't even driving. uh, Like, you know what I mean? Like, put my license in my wallet, you know, on the top and just call it a day because it's like, I'd rather not even talk to them because, you know, I've I've had the instances of like, oh, like I went to Palo Alto one time a long time ago, you know, and a cop stopped me. Didn't even ask for my license. He was like, he asked for two things drugs and guns. Do you have them? I go, so why did you stop me again? I didn't do anything. Mm-hmm. No infraction, no anything. I was like, it's like, okay, one, I don't have anything, but you didn't have any reason to stop me, so then I'm going to go. And he was like, all right, then. That's what you should have done. Because he you're knows. Not, you're not being detained. He you're knew, not being questioned. You're he not. knew I wasn't even supposed to stop, so we, we wouldn't even hold any. But I wonder if he would have been in a worse mood, what the outcome would have been. Me just leaving, he would have been like, "Oh, he's resisting or whatever." Could you have possibly like, "Hey, like you didn't stop me for any reason." Now, if I recorded it, you could have like went to court. That time, you can really record shit because we we're talking like flip phones and. What about now though? Like, is that something that you can fight now? Definitely, hell yeah! Well, yeah, hell yeah! Because if everyone like, I make sure to have my phone there ready to ready to record if I need to. But it's you know, it's just tough to to know what the right thing to do is, even when you when you see all the videos of what you should do when dealing with police because you just don't know it comes from your trauma and your PTSD right. you just don't know what that cop's day has been like yeah and what he may do <laughs> i personally i have never been in trouble i have never been arrested mm-hmm. um i've never been really Lucky. yeah and Lucky i you know and thank that thankfully cuz i yeah. could have probably been in trouble so many different times with the dumbass people that i used to hang out with but right. like for the very fact, like I've I've never been arrested, so I really, technically, personally, don't have a reason to say, "Hey, I don't like you." Now, right? My family members have definitely, you know, been arrested, and whether it be for their, so my brother, my brother is my dearest, nearest person. They've they arrested him for mistaken identity, and yeah. you know, and he ended up getting arrested, and what you know, I found out that was that was obviously a, a heartbreaker. So. With that being said, you arrested my brother for no reason, you know, yeah. for for some because you thought it was him, you know, and, you and you took him up. to jail. Yeah. You know, we couldn't well, do could anything. Well, yeah, we couldn't do anything. And you had us all tripping out. So there's situations that I've been in and that I've, I was younger and I ended up it, it's kind of crazy because when I was younger, um, one of my family members got arrested with me, and my brother. Right. So that was a fucking traumatic ass experience yeah. i was like six you know yeah. um it was horrible and from like age six to maybe age 14 maybe 15 i hated police like i didn't by seeing the police pass by me like no ill like who you know i had i was a six-year-old with an attitude mm. my mom wasn't telling me to freaking not or think of the police this way you know but it was my ultimate 
my it was my traumatic or my trauma that I had to deal with or that right. I experienced that made me feel this way. So, for example, all of these people that are, you know, looting, all these people that are throwing the water bottle at you know, the police officer. They're trying to keep them hydrated. They, they are. Exactly. I saw some you know? offering exactly. to pose donuts the other day. <laughs> oh. Yeah. They were. They were dangling it out in front of them on a fishing pole. Love it. <laughs> Good old Seattle. I love it. My point is that everybody has a reason for what they're doing and how, mm-hmm. Mari, you mentioned, like, we may not understand why people are looting or damaging things, but... It may be that they don't know how to voice their their mm-hmm. their right. their opinion, or they don't know how to voice themselves mm-hmm. anymore, other than doing that. And y'all are listening, that. huh? Like they're listening. Yeah, at right. least, right? Somebody's yeah. hearing us. Somebody's hearing it. So you know, changes are being made. Uh, read something else from American from Safe Safe Access back to what you're saying. So pose or asking your your asking questions to you like you did mario your response should be ask them if you're being detained. Mm-hmm. If you are not being detained, you are free to leave. Mm-hmm. And then, and then, if they tell you you are being detained, you can ask them why you're being detained, and they have to go back to what you were saying Absolutely. earlier to explain not only the suspicion but put it into words as to why. So, like, if they stop me, like, oh, well, your eyes are red. Okay, well, where's what does the that weed? mean? Where's the weed? Where's where mm-hmm. is it at? Where's the smell? Like, mm-hmm. I don't smell it. You know what I mean? So it's they gotta prove their suspicion. Even you know then, I'm mean? gonna be like, "What so, the fuck are you talking about? You smell weed? By <laughs> saying nothing, you smell weed, or because I don't by saying nothing." <laughs> Or walking away if you're not being detained, <laughs> you are not giving them reasonable suspicion right. or probable cause. Yes, sir. That, oh, that's scary. I, I'm. I feel like that's causing more. Sh- that that was where I was going. I feel like that's yeah. causing more shit. Like you're not saying anything. I mean, it made. Obviously, you're keeping yourself safe because in regards to that. The police do not follow their code of conduct. Yeah, so that's right. why it's intimidating. For it feels intimidating for you not right. to do what you are able to do. Yep. Right. So Americans for Safe you know, Access. They got inter- lots of information interpreted by on so many different police. people. What is the what is the website? It's Americans for it's uh the website. America. America. Website will be I love our podcast, guys. Hey. Tell them. <laughs> Safeaccessnow.org. There S- it is. S A F E A C C E S S N O W dot org. And even then, like you gotta be mindful. These rules or these way of they're telling you how to react to cops, this may not even work sometimes depending on the cop. Yeah. So be very mindful. Read the cop. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know, I've even heard a lawyer say, like, like cooperate to an extent to where you're not criminalizing yourself yeah. or giving that cop even more. If more, I mean, we've seen it. To yeah. want to do if something. All we've else seen fails. It many a times where people are signing affidavits of confessions that some of to something they didn't even do just to go home. Yep. If all you know, else just, fails, simply say, right. I would like to exercise my right to remain mm-hmm. silent until my yep. lawyer is present. And they got to release you in 72 hours if they're not charging you with anything. So at two. least know that two hours. No, no, 72 hours if they're not charging you. They can detain you for two. No, no, no. What I'm saying, when they take you, if they arrest you and they take you to jail, they got... If no, you're no. not charged two for hours. anything, right? Yeah. If they can detain... I was reading. They can detain... From safeaccess.org, they can... If they're detaining you at precinct uh, and they are not going to charge you with anything, two hours. Two hours. Okay. So... that I know what you you're go. talking about. Why do yeah. they charge... Why do they keep you in jail when you, for... Like, you're not in jail. You're detained. You're, you're not detained. arrested. Oh, and then I was going to say something right. stupid. But what I'm saying is when you are arrested. Yes. So when you yes. are arrested and even in the prison. If the, your charge gets dropped or something like that, right? No. when You you can get arrested. On, so, okay, we're arresting you for a murder, right? Hmm? Then you go back, right? 
and then you go back because you can get arrested for whatever you want. Charge is different. Yes. They yeah. can take yes. you and question right. you. You know, they can take you and question you. And then they can go, okay, well, do you have it? On, do you have her on it? They're like, no. Well, you question her for seven hours. She's been here for two days. You have 72. If you don't, if they don't uh, officially charge you uh, with the murder, you can get arrested for it. Yep. Uh, when they're like antagonizing yep. your ass and Interrogating you and everything. It's, so, that's what, like that's so what I meant. Kind of to clarify one how. In the, one in the so, two. Up, what, we were, what we were saying could be easily confused. So what to clarify, if you are detained, not arrested and taken to precinct, mm-hmm. they can hold you two hours. Two hours. If you have been arrested, arrested but not officially charged. Arrested. Officially arrested, but right. not charged with a crime, it is 72. Right. Do you guys think that they're going to um, keep the protesters? So, you know how Sacramento's curfew was for uh, two days, I believe? Yeah, two something days. like that. Do you think that they're going to charge the protesters? Monday through Friday. No, I think they'll get oh. dropped. It was seven days. Is that right? No, the, the, curfew, the curfew started on Monday. Think of, remember, when we pushed back the podcast? Oh, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, yeah. wow. Yeah, curfew started Monday. Wow. Ended last night at midnight. Yeah. Wow. That's right. But look at that. Hold on. At 5 p.m., I thought. I wasn't even going to say anything, I but thought, I was looking but, at my pants. I thought it was at 5 p.m. is when it got lifted. Midnight this morning was when it yeah. was over. Oh. Um, but look at this. It hasn't even been a thing because for the most part. People was out. Pe- people was fucking out. Like, well yeah. past nine. And yeah. we, it wasn't, anybody? from yeah. what my observation, it wasn't like it was many of the marchers that were being picked up for um, curfew. It was people trying to get home. <laughs> Dude, and they're like, I'm trying to get home, and they're getting li- fucking arrested. I work in fucking Roseville. I live downtown. My bad. Like, right. Roseville is an under curfew. Yeah. Like, so. Right. They were, like, it's fucked up how they. I would be it's pissed. Fu- yeah. It's fucked up how they did it. Like, yeah. they let all the marchers go and go home, and then we're going to make examples out of anybody else doing real shit. Yeah, like, and, and the and few, maybe yeah. the few straggling. There was this cop marchers. that I kept seeing on the TV with a mustache, oh, and he had, dude. like, a mustache like Bro. this. I want oh, from the Highway Patrol? Like, fuck him. No, I think he was sheriff. 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 He was a sheriff, yeah. and he was such an asshole. Yep. He they had that pompous are. look. I literally, I don't know if I was watching this last weekend, but I was so mad because um, Black Zebra had was like recording somebody. The same cop. And one, yep. I think it was, it might have been, it was a different one. It was around the same time but though. He, this guy said, or this police officer looks at this the journalist. She's a black woman, mm-hmm. and says, "Oh, ha ha! I see you're playing two sides. Both sides of the both fence. sides of the fence." And she didn't say nothing. And I'm sitting there at the looking at the damn computer, like, like, "Oh hell, after- you got me fucked." Yeah. After he just took a selfie. With, after, after he just stood like in that, that was him. Yep, and that sat was there him. and took a fucking picture. Damn. Yeah. You know, like what? Are, what do you do with that? You know, like that's what I mean. It's like we, you know, it, it's so it's so hard to not be like fuck y'all. You know, and that because was Saturday of the, night, I believe it's because, because of the, 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 li- it's the little the little condescending, disrespectful things that mm-hmm. they do mm-hmm. to the big things that they do that are disrespectful uh-huh. to people. And to, a, and to a group of people that are trying to be out there right. and do good. They're not yeah. out there yeah. trying to make Pose look bad. They're just recording what's fucking happening. What's they're happening. making themselves look bad. Like, so. They're yeah. just recording what's actually going yeah. on. Right. Um, but again, also, also, I think that those are the... It's good that those things happen because that way chiefs of police yeah. and people mm-hmm. that hire these people can actually mm-hmm. go... And look at oh that's how you act yeah. when we're yeah. supposedly not looking like this is what you do you yeah. give you, you, know you snide I mean? comments right. to, to so individuals to antagonize. I was talking to uh, Vanessa, um, the mm-hmm. homegirl you hooked us up yep. with, uh, Mari. So girl. I was talking to her and because her job is to she's like the gatekeeper of the people she she they hire. You know what I mean for her department. And she was like, yeah, there's people that I wish like when my hands aren't tied, like I 
and I know that they're racist or they explain certain situations, they are racist. Like she obviously makes it to point not to hide them, but there's obviously people that make it through that because they know someone that knows someone that knows someone. But she was saying like she's she's blessed to have the job that she does as a minority because she can actually have a hand into abolishing you know, people that are not right for the job, you know, whether it be mentally, whether it's socially, they're not fit to be the job. And there are people that are even looking like this, even racist people are passionate about their goals. Like, Hey, I want a job in law enforcement. Mm -hmm. They will do whatever it takes to become that. Absolutely. But unfortunately, like there isn't a lot of gatekeepers that go, look, bro, like, Maybe you shouldn't be a cop. Yeah. Like we appreciate the passion, (laughs) but you shouldn't be a cop because you don't like, it's like, more than half of the demographic you're gonna serve. It's like, so you are shouldn't you down be with maybe doing some type of desk shit? Right. Like, like can you, you think you, a certain type of right. color is you know the the largest criminal group or whatever? Right. And you know that, that's fucking wild. To you me. know. And but I also f- I'm a firm believer of like changing people's hearts in one on ones in one on one. Yes. You know. Uh, connections because I've talked to people or I've worked right alongside people that are that were racist, but then once once they get to know me and my group of friends, they're like, "Oh, you guys are cool." Like I don't know why, but, I, but we know why. To, are you trying to teach that to a cop? Yeah, to everyone. I you, mean, I, uh, of course, but I'm not trying to teach that to somebody that shouldn't already. I mean, I'm of course I'm going to use that opportunity to teach anybody, but right. my point is why you shouldn't have you, to. Yeah. You're you a shouldn't cop. Have to. You There's sh- a lot of things yeah. that we shouldn't have to, but it's also saying like, "Oh, well, because you're a cop, you're a good person." Remember, no. not yeah, everyone, right. not, you know right. what I mean? Like, no. like someone could be a social worker. doesn't mean they're going to be a great right. person for the rest of their life or even their personal life. Like, look at the teacher that got, just got arrested for molesting a bunch of kids. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So it's like, just because someone holds, and that's the thing. We uphold someone's way of life, yeah. their career, all this stuff. And we go, oh, they're a firefighter. They're a cop. They're they a doctor. A they're, they're great. They're, they gotta be great people because they're doctors. No, because at the end of the day, that is a job. Yeah. So way of life, you know what I mean? Like way of life is important to them too. You're right. So we have to fight it with the same passion that they have, which is like, okay, you're passionate about this. Well, let me tell you why we're not all bad. You know, the, you, you thinking the way you think comes from somewhere. It comes from your house. It's taught. People aren't born racist. You know what I mean? We may be born competitive, but we're not born racist. Never. You know what I mean? Nope. So just the same way he that person was taught to be passionately racist, we got to passionately teach them that that's not the way, whether it be a cop, a doctor. There's racist cop uh, doctors out there. There's racist nurses There's, out yeah, there. There's racist people and everything. So I think we got to take it up on ourselves to not only hold these people accountable, but because they're making good doctors look bad, good nurses look bad, good cops look bad. And, you know, it's it's just a tough, In the same horrible token, situation. Though, those individuals who aren't speaking out, those good cops, those good. Oh nurses, yeah, they got it. They are also yeah. contributing to them looking right. bad as Your well. Your silence, man. Your is, silence is costing lives. Silence is killers. Um, right. But yeah, to to give kind of an example of a, uh, um, so yeah, how doctors, for example, aren't perfect, etc. Either, either. Um, I've had my doctors admit to me that they at one times were also addicts um, right. and things of that, you know, that they had to struggle to you guys. with yeah. addiction. Uh, this particular doctor that yeah. I, I see um, she had struggled with pills and liquor for a long time to the yeah. extent that she has no idea how nothing happened because there are blocks of time that are just gone. Yeah. And this is a, this woman's a surgeon. 
Yeah. And, I mean, great people you know, are so perfect. They're, they're humans. Like, yeah. They're human. And like you said, it's their career. Mm-hmm. What happens in their own psyche, their own heart, their own Personal mental life. outside of that yeah. is separate. And, you know, sometimes like people like myself are stuck in ways of just the way that we think. For example, yeah. I just made that. Mm-hmm. Now I'm going to say ignorant comment in regards to what we were just talking about. Yeah. And when we speak upon things like this, we get to, I get to know, like I get to look at it in different perspectives, obviously. And that's and great, I, yeah. We always, we always talk about that on here, but like you get to look at a different perspective. You get to learn, you know, okay, well this is why they may possibly did it. So I hope every, every one of our listeners or, you know, at least get, learns sometimes and get something out of you know our conversations they could be wild but we do speak some knowledge so yeah and so we we speak like you say and i I love that when you say this we are experts of our own experiences and all we're doing is is speaking our experiences things we have viewed and you know you can especially shit me if i if i say some out-of-pocket shit you are free to call me on it and we i please educate me if i'm saying some shit that is just out there so it's not you know it's not about anything so we could end it on this note that is that perception is very important value of life is very important restraint restraint um value of way of life is also important but let's not forget about life itself um, and like Mari has stated, like the perception, the way we look at things, no matter what side we're in, we have to learn to look at perception. It doesn't mean we're agreeing, but it means that we're we're capable to have an eloquent conversation yes. about issues. And that's what any side, all sides are missing. But I will say that if you're neutral, you are basically you're even worse of a problem because I can I know that if you're not neutral and you hate me because I'm brown, I know that if you get to know me, I can change your heart. Yeah. But if you're neutral, you don't even want to get to know me. You're just stuck in your ways and your way of life is very important to you. So you choose to stay in the middle so that you don't... You like Switzerland. You like Switzerland. You like cheese, like I said. <laughs> you know what I mean? So we'll end it on that. Let's 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 learn perception. Let's, let's not get stuck and get jaded. Let's just keep going and move forward. Because at the end of the day, progress is together. We don't have to march physically together to move together. We just got to And like you said, I'd rather all those opinions be out there because I'd rather know who's an ally. Yeah, so. yeah, that's what I'm saying. So that's You're how right. you know we ended at that. You know what I mean? Like we, we just love what we do, and we love you, Sacramento. Stay classy. You know we got an Instagram, and it's we are Sacramento. And you know we got an email, and it's we are Sacramento 2019 at gmail.com. And you know we also got a website, and it's we are Sacramento 916.com And we are Sacramento. Thank you.